You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 26. Taking the boat to Neverwinter? Yeah. You guys were uh, right around the middle here of uh, of the realms, the Sea of the Fallen Stars. You're actually only, you're not super far from Skyclave. You're about up here. Yeah, it was about a day's travel. We went um, and Neverwinter is over there. We need to fucking punch it. Um, well, does uh, Dunlin or... I guess that's how things are working for us. Uh, let's go and talk to a navigator or whoever. I mean, obviously... Airship navigation is going to be using not ocean currents, so stars probably still. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, uh, let's talk to a guy and see how long it would take to how fast can we get to Neverwinter. Let's talk to Kaz. Yeah, well, Kaz was figuring out things. If there are any captured halflings who are actually oh hell yeah, what does he? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. There's got to be a. I mean, yeah, you guys got it's going to be it's going to be weeks. You know, it's going to be maybe even months. Uh, but you guys can figure out how long it gets there. I'll, I'll figure out the exact time in a little bit. Is your decision going to hinge on that? No, I don't think I, so. I we are course is plotted. Yeah. As far as I know. Uh, Underdark is still is as unreachable as ever. Yeah. Neverwinter now is significantly more reachable. We are actually further away from the Underdark because we're up in the air. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, we're not even. Your plot course for Neverwinter is going to be a long journey, and you may have to stop. Uh, Captain suggests stopping in Cormier to pick up supplies on the way. It's the kind of the biggest uh, uh, empire that you'll pass by. It's as good a place as any to. Don't to you dock know Cormier? Damon says to, to Hugh. So I want you yes. guys. I'm gonna go AFK for a little bit. Okay. But you guys do a uh, do a round of what you guys are doing uh, during the travel uh, to Cormier. Okay. Um, guys, do you have one quick question? Sure. Are we? Is this is this is the this is the good ship Yargo? Um. Is this like a wanted ship? I mean, if we're going to Cormier, do it's we have one to do stealthily? It's one of the five companies that maybe something you want to think about uh, on your way there. You should change the name of the ship. What's the name of the, of the, ship? Sh- the chef again? Rocco. Yeah, that's what I thought. Continue. Um, yeah, so I, I think that we need to hope for the best, plan for the worst. Um, yeah, this ship, just based on appearance alone, has made a lot of enemies. That's true. Um, unless we, like... Paint a big like racing stripe on it and say under new management. Yes. Um, <laughs> we might get uh, murdered. Just don't dress like pirates. Too late. Um, we can't not. How many, take off the iPads, Brandis. You don't need it. I know. Was the Brandis used to be in the pirating, air pirating business? Yeah, one of the. Well, there are five companies. I mean, Which are there a lot of them? Are a good odds that we're gonna run into one on our way over to Neverwinter? They uh, yeah, they probably avoid each other's ships. I don't. Rem- I Dan Lobb does not remember the history. Brandis does, but but he refuses. You to know, tell us he doesn't want to tell you. We yeah, we don't know who our threats are going to be up here. Like yeah. dragons. Like what are the big flying Flogs things of that take out? Yeah, it's a whole different sea monsters, air monsters. We gotta worry about air monsters now, guys. 
giant We're gonna worry about birds. Doom Cloud. Doom Cloud. Yeah, and... it's a giant cloud-shaped creature that only appears uh, once every so thousand to mate. And, and goes <laughs> after the airship ships, which really sucks for those, like, five airships out you there. You find a giant floating island with a shipwreck on it. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> what are people doing? What are you doing on the journey? Our, Oh, I know what to say. If you want to check. She, uh, 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 what's her name? It's been too long. Frida. Frida. Um, that's right, her she NPCs. Can't, she can't put her, uh, her portal on the ship, right? I don't know if that's the case. I think she could. Oh, she can't now that we're on an airship, maybe? Well, the question be? was, she was, like, felt uncomfortable putting it on the boat before. I think she might. In case it sunk or something like that. Do you think it'd be okay with the airship? Because if that's the case, Brennus is going to spend a lot of time in there and finish his cabin. Aurora will too. And, um... Well, we'll have to see. I would love that. Yeah, that actually would change it. Um... I'm pretty sure you can. I I Yes, I'm I'm really hoping to. Um, that's that's my plan. You checked? Yeah. Okay. Brennus... Spends a lot of time in there. Um, he likes hanging out on the ship. He spends a lot of time out here. He sleeps out here and everything. But during the day, he goes back in there, works on his cabin. In that time, I'm just gonna, I mean, unless I get a one, it's a 20 there, a 20. You freaking rolled two 20s? I rolled two 20s what and a, a three. Waste. If I roll a one, that cabin wasn't gonna finish. <laughs> Except okay. it was finished in that day. About to say. The first day, and then he was bored. Brennus just put the foundation by moving the tectonic plates in the portal world. Um, perhaps Chris uh, saw you doing that, it's like, just, oh. oh. Um, but before he, like, that kind of strength work, Brennus does put a back brace on. It's the only kind of stuff. <laughs> Other than moving tectonic plates, Brennus never uses back brace. Anyway, he finishes it, and even, based on the two 20s there, Makes a hand carved. Brandis does some carpet. I mean, he does like some some handiwork. Um, some. Uh, does a. I mean, it's not incredibly artistic, but they are well made chairs for each of the uh, party members. So there is a little small banquet table um, with a Daleman chair with some wind stuff. Got some like arrows, some hunting uh, kind of themes on it. Maybe, maybe a pelt. Maybe there's a wolf pelt there. One less wolf in the uh, portal world. Um, and, uh. Oh, gonna kill you. Come on, Especially if he finds a skinned corpse. But it's like, you wouldn't find the pelt, you should find what's left of a wolf. Um, and, uh. Yeah, uh. And a. a, a not a Bahamut themed, um, chair with a. Like a hammer spot, there's like, you know, there's a cup holder, there's a hammer holder in the chair. Okay. Um, and then a fireproof, like a, a fire hardened chair. Yeah, the chair that's been uh, been fire hardened um, for uh, for Ren there. That's how I roll. It's like petrified wood. Yeah, exactly. So it's so everyone has their own. So when Brandis invites people into his going to hell in the chair. <laughs> When Brandis invites people, <laughs> on the bottom when you sit down, it just has like an air as where you're going. That's just. You know. um, yes. So when Brandis invites people into his home, how does that? How does he invite people in? Oh, on what ca- occasion? I mean, you guys know that he's working on this stuff, and you see. I mean, people I figure will come. I don't know how much time people are spending in the portal world when we're on uh, when we're in route when we're on a trip, but uh, but you see he's working on this and. Uh, he takes some pride in it. He's not like, oh, look at this mighty thing. He's like, 
You know, and chairs for each of you kind of thing. Not as so much a gift, but it's like, he's almost a utilitarian. It's like, this is so you have a place to sit down, and you don't sit in my chair. So it's uh, so it's, it's a little more of that, and uh, invites people in, and uh, we have some amazing. As, as for the first meal in our uh, in our little mini banquet cottage, uh, I think we have some dirty potatoes and the best water you've ever had. Also, you guys noticed that <laughs> during this trip, multiple times, his brain gets pretty sweaty and worked out wearing this. He uses that water to bathe. Every once in a while, he just takes Ooh. the top of the gourd off and just holds it over his head and just. Like the cleanest, do you purest think water you've ever had. You empty it out and then it refills. Endless. He's endless, but he doesn't just like hold himself. So like, if you he doesn't, let like, that drown. accidentally uncork and knocked it over. That's how the tides work, Kalen. Someone uncorked I'd like to the see cork. that it. I'd like to think that it doesn't have like. It's not like a spray like hose he, coming out. It's, it's, like, it's like, like, like it just sort of. Pours. Oh, exactly. Yeah, Brandis doesn't like. It's not like. But it's like. It'd be like pouring He's a bottle of water. Yeah. Exactly. He's tired and just does that, you know, gets some... It's because even only a bottle of water, it's the best water you've ever tasted or felt. So it's like super refreshing to take a cold shower, cold drizzly shower in there. You so, shower for months after that. Yeah, so... It's nicely done. Well, either way, I won't. So it's all done? It's, it's the cabin is cabin? Well, um, unless uh, the airship gets attacked halfway through this and we all die... Um, nice. Because well, we're talking... We're talking about the voyage. Pretty solid. I was just wondering if, if you like, well, had like a oh, it's, of it. Um, no, it was just. Well, I was working on it. the thing. Is every time he's been working on it, I've done like a little athletics check. That's why it's, I do an athletics check. Um, he never works that long on it because we're always traveling somewhere, where he's not going to travel for eight hours and then work for sixteen hours on it while sleeping. We have downtime on here. This is actually the first time that. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy that I'm able to finish it, though. Since we left, like, Skyclave the first time, there's been no rest. There really hasn't been, like, this kind of down... I mean, you guys can, like, I don't know, learn to play an instrument on this. I mean, I'm just... I'm, I'm not saying you should. I'm just, like, it's been a long time since this party has had some downtime. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Aurora's, That's for Aurora's sure. Aurora's making use of the downtime. She's, she's in, the, uh, in, the, in the portal area as well, and she's actually... If from what you can tell, she it appears like she's building some sort of rudimentary forge. Nice. You, you build a um a long trough basically, and you fill that with coals, and that's a really you know what the very basic, most basic of a form. She's she's built a billow. You don't know how, but she just did it. It's working. Wolf belts. <laughs> also wolf belts. <laughs> well, actually, you know, you could use the tan skin Hello? for the bellows bits. I mean, that's cricket. Is anyone home? Where's that cricket? Um, gotta use that too. But she she's working on something in there, but you can't quite tell what it is. Every time every time you like pop your head over there, she's like has this blank and she just goes and like oh. fill <laughs> like covers it up and just nonchalantly is like yes. Wait, so she doesn't want us to know if she's building a forge or what she's using the forge for? What she's using the forge for? You can tell it's a forge. There's okay, no, there's I'm no denying that. that there's smoke coming up and. Perhaps she's like, ash settling on yes. her head. What's that? Uh, Nothing. What's that? Is it a forge? No. Damn it. No. No. It's you smoking. Every Me? once in a while, Brandis's forge starts to go out or something. So he goes, "Brand, I need your help for a second. And I go down there and I like put my hands in the embers. Yeah, and you heat it up again. The infused. Like, eh, great. Now scram. Magic infused yes. embers. Brandis definitely comes over there to like 
whatever, straighten out a, a nail or something like that, or a broken tool or something, and needs. Yeah, just because we have plenty of wood and everything like that, but there are definitely yeah. some parts that we'll just. Well, I build a bellows when Damon's around. Well, you know, um, you're not welcome here. Apparently. apparently, apparently not. Every time Damon shows up, she's just leave. She's just like, like, um, no, no, she's not rude about it, but but just like. There's nothing interesting here, and then just and he believes you. Always, leave. always diverts the conversation <laughs> to something else. You're right. You're right. There so, is nothing. No, um, no, that's cool. Uh, you, so you cover up from everywhere. Hidden projects. Yes. I like hidden projects. It's definitely hidden. I mean, and, but she's a terrible liar. So if you were to ask her what it is, she's just not gonna say anything. Well, I think we know. We know. Even though she's maybe not being as subtle as Ren say, we probably understand at this point that like when. <laughs> It's when not. she says go away, like, there are consequences if you don't pick up on those keys. Well, like, she'd get angry. Yeah. Consequences. That's a pretty good consequence. No one wants but, to worry uh, angry. But, uh, yeah, she, so every once in a while, she, she's just gone. And then if you look for her, that's where she is. She, she's, she's working on her 4G, 4G stuff. Is the forge kind of in a different, I mean, the... It's in a very, it's, it's pretty far off so that the okay. smoke and the ash doesn't settle on everyone's... Food while Do you use We're eating dirty potatoes. Yeah. Well, it needs the flavor. You <laughs> need dirty ashy, ashy potatoes. potatoes. Well, and it's 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 you can definitely tell there's metalworking going on there. The 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 metallic cool. Clink. The, the well, I mean more that she's she's smelting. Do you do you use your weapon as the hammer? You know, oh, yeah, do you have a? Oh, interesting. I'm gonna do this. Very very no, um, she doesn't. Uh, you probably succeed. Uh, her. What I mean is, so so it's not near the cottage. No, she she purposely sent it away from your cottage, as to, so as her clinking wouldn't bother. Yeah. And the cottage isn't uh, nestled like it's not like in the wooded area. It's actually just kind of on the, like yeah. grassy. Yeah. Just... She, she, you notice she she set it pretty far off, possibly to not encourage you to go check it out. Possibly. For, and so Frida for wasn't, wouldn't think you're industrializing the place. <laughs> she comes back with like, a city. She's like, ah, oh, <laughs> smokestack. There's a <laughs> there's a sky rise. The halfway from a chain to like a chain gang. They're like, get us out of here. She's making us mine. A dwarf's gotta be a dwarf, you know. Mining for stuff. There's nothing here. It's just dirt. We found she lots of dirt. Mine, man. All right. So, so yeah. Uh, Please. Ren. Ren's kind of sad because people on the ship are kind of scared of him, and he's just kind of a scary. He's not scary all the time, but intimidating. They've seen him go nutso uh, in fights and stuff like that, and he's kind of intimidating. And so he's taking this time to do some studying and some reflection and some meditating. He goes and helps other people when they need to, like the chef needed some of his stuff flame broiled, so he went down and kind of set a fire and cooked some of that stuff. But the other thing is, too, is he can't really practice a lot of his stuff. Like, he can't duel people like Brandis can, and he can't really go practice his acrobatics and fly around like Deoman can, because he doesn't want to burn the ship down. (laughs) And so... You should have just a, like, non-lethal setting on your He he plays the D&D equivalent of Solitaire quite often, (laughs) and uh, he, for some reason... So it was like he still has the Book of the Damned with him, yeah. and he likes. Not that he likes looking through it because it, it, it would be the equivalent it. of like flipping through the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that he enjoys doing it, but it almost gives him comfort to see all the other people that are sharing the same fate with him. 
And so Misery loves he, company. Do you see like a rat's name in there anywhere? I mean, uh, I want to know. Like he has not come across a rat's name. I guess so. it's not really organized. By A? Like yeah, it's you not go, like a. you can really search for people. Damn before. it! The whole A section is just eternal. Perhaps the name is fine. Yeah, I mean, I figure you find your own name pretty easily, but... Yeah, I know exactly where that is. It's like the page has been slightly pulled out. I can just, like, open it up and it pops up into one of my Why would you Because I've looked at it a lot. But, uh, so I do that, and, you know... He's becoming, um... More and more, he he starts thinking back, because it's been a long time now since he, uh had his whole incident at the Citadel. And, you know, it was, it really, it's kind of like when you go on a diet and you're really good at first and you're like, oh, I'm not going to eat any more bad stuff and I'm going to be really good and I'm going to exercise. But then after a while, it starts to wear off a little bit. Not being eating to him is like a diet. And that's kind of what's happening with him is that it's, I know, I have to actually try to not be a prick. But, um, so, but as, as he's, getting older and progressing he's, and stuff like that, and it's been a, a while since then. Urges. Um, it's almost like, in his mind, uh, some of the more evil-ish things that he does, like when he crushed that guy's head in the wall with yes. the, the yeah. pass wall ritual, and he thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, it's, he's almost, it's as if um, the the ends justify the means with him. So, yeah, he had to go blow that guy up. Or, yeah, he had to set that guy on fire and stuff like that. But it was for them. It was for a noble cause. I had a, It was a good reason that I had for doing justifies it. Justifies um, And so he... So Ren's not malicious, but he is destructive. But when he gets going, he gets going. So, um... I'll slow that train down. Yeah, so that's what Fire he's doing. Itself. He's doing a lot of, of uh, studying and reflecting and thinking about stuff and he's playing solitaire. He's getting a little evil. It's good, good self-control. He's wiped yeah. his bangs in front of his face. Hugh is uh, actually kind of stoked about the... No, he's not airship. Cool. He's okay. He doesn't know what the deal with us with that one time. Um, he's actually fairly stoked about the airship. I mean, he's been wandering pretty much, I wouldn't say homeless exactly, but didn't have a home that he called for the last ten years or so, and he's just become, I don't know, the group has essentially just all gotten a house together with this airship, essentially. What hijinks will ensue? And so he's, uh, he's... He's all the milk again. He's going through the ship, and he's learning, I guess he's learning about it and looking through all the rooms and the cabins and seeing what all the stuff's here and he's uh, trying to figure out how it works and he's learning about how to sail the thing the whole time. I mean, and I don't know, doing upkeep and improvements and fixing the thing. Just because it's sort of like, it's different. It's like, wow, I'll sort of have property now and it's really cool. There's also the, uh, we did, we did like get an airship. We got a Badly damaged airship. Yes, we have a badly yeah, damaged we airship. Did damage. It was already broken, and then they tried to scuttle it. We broke our house, and then bought it. Bought it. No, we, we kicked out the previous occupants of yeah. the castle and destroyed half the castle in the process. They, yeah, they didn't want to leave. And then they wanted to scuttle the castle. Yeah. No, but he's just he's going around learning how to do stuff. 
talking to the old halfling crew and gathering whatever information they're willing to give they're up. They're terrified. They'll probably tell are, you yeah. everything. Do you try and like be more like buddy buddy with them, or are like if they if they are willing to get along with you, do you hang out? Do you eat with them in the mess hall? He seems like a straight shooter. Uh, I don't know. He's not that. I like halflings. Well, it's. I mean, he's got a low diplomacy. He's got a low. He's not. He's not that. He's not high good wisdom. at talking to people. He's good at wisdom, but he, he just sort of asks some questions, and the ones who seem willing to talk, he talks to, and the ones that don't, he doesn't talk to. He kills them. It's pretty. It's pretty. You know. It's like, hi. Do you know how this works? So it's really how friendly are they? Interesting. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot more about uh, how how outgoing they are, because he was like. I mean, who wants to be friends with the most dangerous guy on the boat? <laughs> That's a, a question that they can answer. Seems like it'd be in their interest. I mean, whatever. You know, they can say no. They can say no. That's all. He's like, I'll shake your hand, but you have to put it in front of me. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I ain't doing this thing. Yeah. I know. I don't come to you. All right. Well, Damon. Uh, Damon spends uh, the first day or two just just loving life aboard the ship, and you see him in, in the crow's nest. You know. Going around, staring over the side of the boat, uh, up in, up in the riggings, just just enjoying it. I'm sure, there's uh, plenty of work to be done, and he's he's not about to, to slack on his job. I'm sure there's a uh, there's some sparring between Grosh, Brandis, crew members, maybe some archer cracks with Hugh. Always trying to keep his skills polished. Um, maybe coordinates a little with Grosh so it doesn't get taken out again <laughs> by the guy's ferocious earthquake dragon rage. But then after a couple of days, he kind of disappears, um, just for a little while. And who comes looking for him? Aurora. Aurora comes looking for him. Of course she does. Aurora comes looking for him. She just can't stop. And she sees him sneaking off into, uh, in, into the woods. And... Oh, in the portal? Yeah, in the portal. Well, she's working on her forge. Damon very in, very conspicuously doesn't come to bother her at the forge. Yeah, which is a very rare occurrence. She's like, not coming to bother me? Something wrong comes to bother me. She tails him to the to the woods, uh, which is a rare thing. Damon loves to go to the woods. He's been hanging out there since the beginning of the, of the campaign. He enjoys the wilderness, but uh, she follows him on instinct and coming to the uh, to the clearing, where the more secluded clearing, where where, where Kalas sleeps and has many of his own personal things. She sees Damon kneel down on the grass besides a very large cracked egg. And in front, in front of him is a very tiny hippogriff. Oh, well, baby, how yeah. tiny is it? It's uh, well, the, the egg, if you remember, during the ritual, grew to double the size. It was almost as big as a basketball. Yeah. So, I mean, compared to Damon and you guys, it's a, it's a small, a small whelp, and like this size. Uh, not free to size. No, no, I mean, oh yeah, 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 the ship size. Yeah, the ship size for sure. Um. And it's just kind of like flopping around, just trying to trying to get his legs before anything. The the, the, the wings seem very kind of large compared to his body, but they just flop around. Um, it's a beautiful looking hippogriff with with like chocolatey brown feathers. You know, strangely, uh, the 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 tips of the feathers are are shining gold, as well as as the, the beak and the color of the eyes. It doesn't look like a, at all an, a natural beast, but seems to be almost magical. And you guys are aware of the of the uh, the process that has has brought this. Hippogriff back to Daemon, and um, do you choose to say anything, or are you just gonna like observe for a little bit and she, duck she, out? She's gonna observe for a little bit because 
Uh, her, her insight's pretty high, so if this is a tender moment not to be disturbed, she's not going to disturb it. It's not a tender moment. Clearly, clearly the, the, the chick was, was uh, born, uh, whatever, maybe hours ago. So, oh, I mean, shit. yeah. She's going to be all over that then. Well, so she comes in and, and Damon is happy to see totally her. Totally, though. She doesn't run in. Totally. No, presents the, the, the hippogriff chick and he says, uh, and he holds it up and smiling, just places it in uh, Aurora's arms and says, she's back. She was bigger last time. <laughs> he says, uh, yeah. You can I, I wonder, have, you can he have. says, I wonder how long it's going to take, but as if answering that very question, she feels heavier even as you hold her. Whoa. And Damon says, I gotta be back. I uh, She already ate everything I brought to her and, and he leaves again. Damon shows up about, about half an hour later with kind of a sneaky grin on his face and a couple of roast chickens under his arm. Oh, man. <laughs> which the baby Kalar devours in mere minutes. The baby Kalar is, is now uh, kind of scratching, scratching at trees and trying to kind of climb up. And Aurora maybe hangs out and, and uh, helps Damon... Uh, uh, care for the chick a little bit. For sure, word gets around. I'm sure you guys all come. But Damon pretty much swears you to secrecy that you won't say anything about it. More and more chickens go missing over the next couple of days, and <laughs> Chef Rocco is on the hunt for a a, a wolf or something for <laughs> a, some stowaway or some sort of food thief that keeps stealing from his prime stores uh, his most valued dish that he prepares. And uh, a couple of days pass when you guys hear a commotion. Below decks, and it appears as if Damon's luck has run out, and Rocco has caught him. And only through uh, extreme acrobatic means has Damon been able to avoid the cook um, and escape into the portal, where he feeds now a full-sized Kalar um, the oh. latest stolen batch. I just got done drawing baby Kalar. Yeah, no, you can definitely draw baby Kalar. Um, and it's it's the fuming chef Rocco. That meets a full-grown uh, hippogriff at the portal entrance that comes busting through. Uh, who Damon is riding? Um, the griffin launches, or hippogriff launches past him, up the stairs, over the railing, and into flight. And the first chance to fly in the clean, open air around the ship is will go down in history as one of Damon's happiest moments of his life. Caleb is back. Yay! Now Ren can't make any more jabs about dead kids. There you go. That's cool. We're cool on the hell thing too, you know. We'll put it behind us. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Oh no, you probably can't see it. Not so fluffy. It's a fluffy. Find something else. Yeah. Um. So, like, so nice. there's plenty of time left in the journey where Kalar is full grown. There is. It happens over a very short amount of time. Uh, it's it's uncanny the rate at which she gains maturity and. Um, Kala himself, you know, someone who is who had only speculated about this process is is as as delighted and intrigued as uh, as as the rest of the crew um, that it was able to unfold in that in this in such a stunning manner. But um, she is back, and Darren spends much of his time uh, aloft, exploring exploring the the skies and, and keeping watch over the ship from in uh, from the back of the ship again. Ren is a little bit jealous because uh, he... We're going to get you that tiger, man. We're going to get you that tiger. Yeah, no, he stop. wants a flying tiger now. Oh, 
tiger. No, I don't even need a flying tiger. Any tiger that walks around with Ren would be a badass tiger. Especially now with the whole sorcerer thing. Especially if it were a were tiger. A dire dire were tiger that I was friends with that just let me ride around on him. That would be amazing. How about a lady were tiger? That would be even better. Oh. Oh, you've taken that to a weird place. Um, he, but he's kind of jealous he as he it. sits there and watches Daemon and Kalar flying around. He wishes he could do that. And he thinks to himself, maybe at some point, I will hit Kalar up, or I'll hit up Daemon to get Kalar to hold me in her claws and fly around because I want to see what that feels you've like. You've ridden on Kalar before. Back at the Battle of the Temple. Oh, that's right. You've done it. Brandis, you can uh, do it come whenever you want. As you fly that wasn't there. a uh, like a a fun luxury ride. It was. Yeah. It was. That was like direct. Shit was hitting the fan. Yeah. And I was just glad to and not be dead. And we had to get back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Brandis sees you uh, flying around there, and uh, you guys know that Brandis has access to a magical, uh, forever living, or yeah. maybe forever replacing. Um, <laughs> Flies breathe flying quickly. Around. Yeah, it, uh, gross. And uh, like eighty thing, of them it now. It might be a different fly <laughs> that gets summoned every day. Um, and uh, but it becomes immediately apparent that um, it's from the elemental Brent plane. Really likes flying a fly. Really. It's just a random. I mean, fly. he likes it for combat and stuff like that. Better but it's that. certainly not yes. a joy, joy ride kind of thing. I mean, it's a giant fly. There's a so, contrast we're seeing. So here. yeah, so exactly. There, there's not, there's not going to be this, you know. Avatar moment. We're not going to be like holding hands. We're, we're and... flying into the sunset on our respective mounts. No. You find Brandis is like, that looks like fun. I wish I had a wyvern. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, whatever, Flyvern's eating another cat. Another cat. The chef's yeah, like, the someone's stealing all my chickens and my cats. Sorry, Chef Rocco. I'll let me make soup surprise. One thing the gentleman notices. With Kalar as he's flying around with her, is that she is stronger and better than she once was. Way better. Um, he gets the feeling that in uh, that in his journeys, the spirit of Kalar that had been with him for so long was not just there, but was that was watching and learning, and that when her spirit was transposed into the uh, into the egg of a hippogriff. It was not that hippogriff that was, you know, the, the, the embryo that was in the egg that became Kalar. It became, it's a, an entirely new being. And through force of will, Kalar was able to kind of impart experiences and, uh, and, and her, own, her own learning into her form and influence, influence her, her own body uh, mixed with Daemon's, um, you know, it was Daemon's kind of force of will that allowed this to happen as well. And uh, she has taken on the properties of a hippogriff that you have fought in the past. That was yeah. quite. Uh, oh, I remember that one. That You're was like, quite. I gotta get this mount. We're fighting everyone. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> and so Kalar is a uh, is a rhyme fire griffin by mechanics, uh, scaled to your level. Okay. I will. Uh... And I'll give you a stat block later. Thank you. I have a level 14 version if you need one in a pinch. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, don't get killed, okay? So, at the beginning of the journey, <laughs> before all of this stuff happens, I need to hear that every once in a while. It is Frida that... D- did you cover Frida opening the portal on the ship? 
I know we talked about me doing that, so I assumed that would be cool. But if, um, if, there, if there's anything, Brandis told her to open it. Yeah. Yes, Brandis told her to open it, and Frida, you know that she had a hesitation of opening her portal on vehicles uh, like the ship because she's always been afraid of what happens if the ship were to sink and an endless torrent of water were to pour into her little hole, and she's not sure how she would fix that. It would be a big pain in the ass, and she stores stuff in there. It would just. It would be very bad in many ways. What if it didn't there? technically have limits and it drained the ocean? It takes a few days. It takes a few days of Brandis pestering Frida before she finally gives in. Well, because Aurora's going to start pestering her, too. They're, they're both going to be... It's going to be like... And I think Brandis probably mentions that. Stereo. It's not going to be just me. I'll get the others. Aurora's going to come! And then you'll be sorry! She'll guilt trip you. She can do that. Really she good. has a power! And after a while, <laughs> some perfume. reluctantly, she decides to open up the portal, but she decides to come back in a day because she's going to do something special. And uh, below deck, mm. she kind of walls off in an area. And when it comes back, you realize that there is now a door in the under deck of the airship that when you open it up, it just opens into the green meadow of the... Of, of the portal area, she, she says, and she says, well, I thought if it was going to be permanent, uh, or more near permanent, that I should make it a little nicer than a glowing white circle. <laughs> and so now it's just this uh, door that you open up that opens into, uh, that opens up into a green, lush environment. And Kala, as usual, spends all of his time in his grove, choosing not to go out on the airship. What's Heptos do? And it just grows. And brush. Heptos chooses to spend. Heptos chooses to spend his time outside of the uh, outside of the portal zone. He prefers it on the airship. He um, he moves around and he observes a lot. You see that Heptos moves around and he's a man that oftentimes doesn't say much. He stands there stoically, just watching, uh, watching the the deck hands work. Occasionally, he'd help out. He sees something slip, and he raises his hand, and you see the yellow bright halo appear around his head as a rope that was about to go away is just stops in midair as the deck hand is able to get it. So he he lends a helping hand of sorts when necessary, but for the most part, he's just watching. Several times, you see him just standing at the edge of the ship and just watching for hours. And uh, and looking, and if you ever come near him and approach him, he'll just sometimes just point out and say, "Isn't it beautiful?" And he'll point to uh, a little formation of a cloud moving by or, or or moving underneath, or the way a bird just uh, as you guys lower in altitude sometimes, and you get where the birds are flying, uh, just some birds coming by, and he just seems to be watching uh, all all the little things. I have to say that it really irritates the crap out of Ren because. Ren goes up to him all the time and is like, Hey, Heptos, what's up? You want to talk? Hey, hey. How, how about we compare notes about this and this and this? And he kind of humps Heptos' leg quite a bit because he wants... Oh, he wants, Yeah, not literally. Because he He's wants... Uh, One of their greetings. Heptos is a pretty knowledgeable dude and has got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. But Heptos just brushes me off like... I was a mosquito that was just irritating him or something. And I go up and I try to talk to him, and he stands there and he looks, and occasionally he'll toss me a bone, but for the most part, it just bugs Ren that he won't be more Not the kind of and sharing lively of the knowledge dialogue. that he has. Yep. Because there aren't a whole lot of really arcane and magical 
based people on this boat, and Frida. She doesn't count. Frida Why doesn't don't you count. Talk to Frida more. Maybe See, my could, part of my problem with Frida. Maybe you guys could repair your broken relationship. Part of my problem a with Frida sorcerer, is that, wizard. They've never gotten along. I know. Part of my problem with uh. Frida is that I made fun of her too much in the beginning, and, and we've yeah. kind and of gotten off. That bridge got burned. Foot. Like so, so many other she does a kind of avoids Ren. She I could come up to try him. to mend fences, but for the moment, it's more fun to just poke fun. I think uh, they secretly write each other. Gives you a look every time. Brand you isn't it. sure of it. Every single time you just you never catch Aurora's eye. She's always just like, really. Like every once in a while, must you? You guys will like sure, walk sure. opposite directions and like kind of brush past each other, and maybe like one of you won't get out of the way and will push into each other, or you'll just walk by quietly without even a greeting, and like Brandis will lean over to you and be like, "Think something's going on there?" <laughs> and then, like portals. You could, I mean, there's secret places. All I mean. Well, we'd never know. Prince is like, I don't, you know, I'm just saying it. He looks at them. Dirty. Thanks. Dirty. Dirty. That's probably not what's going on, but says, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be the guy to say no and stop that. You don't, you don't want to bring Brandis down. Something going on there? I think so, man. Question. You should check it out. Mechanically, after the last fight, some stuff, <clears throat> daily powers are still expended and whatnot, because it yeah, has been a level up. Don't forget, there's not been a, um, Arrest. Yes. There has not been an extended rest. You require a week's rest, not on the airship. A week's rest in a. Um, um, you yeah. think the portal would be pretty resty? Yep, right. but uh, because that is not for the purpose of the mechanics, we're not doing that. Um, uh, it has, to, has to be in a civilized. Has to be in a civilized uh, town. Perhaps the magical nature of the portal doesn't isn't conducive to rest or something. I don't know. Precisely. This is buzzing sound. Um, yeah, just so you know, I don't know if you heard, but, um... I'm giving Frida a pony Um, Brandis finished his... We're, we're in here for a while. We're up in the... We're traveling for a while. Yes. Brandis finished his cabin. I, I heard that. Like shit, but two, two twenties. Custom chairs for everyone. <laughs> Custom. Not, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, uh, I'm just reminding people, too, like I did myself, um... Surge-wise, you may want to not go to full hit points. I'm running about 10 hit points under just because I spent three surges in the last fight, and I only have nine total. Yeah, so, as, I, as I recall, do you remember, I, I don't have very many That's either. one of the things that I was... Do you remember I how many... Lot. We were full yeah, starting out, right? Away? Okay. Oh. We decided uh, if you guys are going to do anything about uh, the ship being recognized as the uh, pirate ship Yargo. We're going to put creative in charge of that one. Uh, who's... Yeah... Do you just want to put like a different flag on that? I mean, you know, it's the opposite of pirate flag. I mean, Damon would be part of the paint okay. crew. Rainbow. Um, right. I actually would like to consult Ca- Captain Dunlin on that. Actually, yeah, Does yeah. Captain Dunlin have any any? I mean, he's a man who's who's flown under certain colors for a while. He says, "Ar, yeah. she be we be changing her name. The Argo, no name fit for her." Says the screaming maiden. Ar. <laughs> says Damon. He says. Just a suggestion. It's our ship. Yars. It's yars. Agreeably. Uh, and one day when Damon is observing some of the seabirds that fly, he notices a certain coloration pattern there. Many of them are more lightly colored below and much more darkly colored above, so as to camouflage them from attackers who will have seen them from below or above. And he passes on the suggestion as a possible color scheme for the ship. What is the color? Things that are painted more lightly below. Oh, you when you look up and see them, it's lighter against the sky. 
And darker and above. So. Darker above. So maybe like some sweet ass black sails or some shit. Like, ah, oh, no, that's a little bit. Dark. Do the what are the sails used oh, for? Gray. Like they actually. I think they're stabilizing. Wind blowing. There are sails in the airship, aren't there? Are there sails? Would that be clear? Uh, no, no sails. Unless you want there to be sails. No, I'm, I'm just I'm, add sails. I'm, I'm I don't think the guy who repeats the DM says no sails. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, we can put sails on it. You could put sails on it if you think it would look cooler. It does not require sails to move. There are ships. stories of many uh, airships out there where the uh, those that build them or captain them, they feel, you know, a lot of them came from sailing regular ships, and they just have always liked the look, and they have added decorative sails. We could do a ghost ship feel. Airships are powered by just powerful magic, and, and for the most part, their aerodynamics and their shape... Uh, doesn't actually matter, but people choose to make them in uh, aesthetic-looking uh, ways anyway. So you can choose to customize that. Do, do you guys Hughes of the mind that if it doesn't need sails, it ought not have them. It's just one more thing to break. Or get caught and blow the ship around. <laughs> this is also possible. Awesome. So, should we say we paint a new color scheme, but we don't decide what that is either? I think that is a good idea. We don't want to be the uh, Alright, so you're gonna repaint it on the uh, on the way. And Grosh fixing it. puts the halflings to that task yes. as they are all chanting Chukumte uh, Buzadnaga. Chukumte Buzadnaga! Is that what they sound like? Uh, no, he yells that at them and they now repeat Chukumte Buzadnaga! <laughs> yes. As they, they are, they're literally, they're painting in unison as they move their, as they move their paintbrushes you know, six of them in a line, all kind of repelling over the side. It's completely in unison. At one point, at one point, when he says "Chukumte Buzagnia," all of them say it. In, all of them uh, say it. "Chukumte Buzagnia," and he's looking over, and one of them didn't say it. And you see, Grosh just takes his weapon and cuts the line as the halfling <laughs> falls down. He's tall really? and merciless. Oh he God. does. Huh. Do does a roll see it? it? <laughs> you can choose to see it or not. Were you around when he did this? I'd say make a roll. That's way more sweet. Was, What's your perception check? My perception check's pretty. Uh, just do a percentage, like 50-50 okay. or okay. 70. Uh, no, she does not see it. <laughs> and he's damn lucky. Sees it from far away and just goes, wow. <laughs> you see, after Grosh does this, you seem kind of tense up and look around, almost as if he realized that, like... He's not in Minotaur land. That's it. Like, <laughs> that, like, he's, he's rolling with a little bit of a more kind of... Subtle? Neutral, subtle uh, group here that kind of favors... Less wanton murder. Yeah, less wanton murder than, than he <laughs> used to in his mercenary work. So... Brandon's like, whoa, that's heavy. It's awesome. I condone it. Yeah. It's like, we, we sometimes you gotta cut me loose, and according to Grosh, sometimes every time. <laughs> awesome. Really what do the Janassi brothers do? Are they hanging out just kicking ass? And the Janassi brothers are just hanging out awesome. kicking ass. What do you see them doing? Uh, I completely, well, I would imagine that just as, as they kind of like switch off their like fire water things, they pretty much switch off whatever they do. Like, whereas one guy will be above decks and the other guy uh, below in the storerooms, They'll switch manifestations, and the other guy who's like all fire will go down to the engine room, uh, you know, to help with the engineering while the while the other guy comes up and is like navigating or studying charts. So 
I, I see them as really versatile, kind of like Minutemen. Guys who, action guys who know the whole ship, and who kind of report directly to like the first mate. Alrighty. And then, after many moons of traveling, uh, you reach the Kingdom of Cormier. It is Captain Dunlin that tells you, he says, In the next day or two, we will uh, get to Cormier. Uh, Arr. Yar. Why do we have to stop at Cormier? Yar. He says, we got to get supplies. This, uh, we're starting to run pretty low on food and whatnot. He says, that basket of potatoes, that basket of potatoes I see you uh, feasting on every day isn't quite enough to feed the whole crew. He says, we should be able to water. stock up for many months of supplies in the storerooms below. Uh, yeah. How much is that going to be? surprised too many nights lately. Damn, <laughs> ask you, uh, tell us the story of Cormier, for I have not traveled to that kingdom before. The story of Cormier? A story of Cormier. Regale You've been Cormier. to Cormier? Yeah, Everybody's that's where Walloon is. Uh, oh. Oh! Don't tell us any stories of Cormier. Uh, it's an interesting place. They have a good prison system. <laughs> I mean, it's a little startled at that, and he goes, Is there anywhere else we can stop along the way? Well, most everyone has heard of the prison city of Walloon. I mean, Cormier is one of the biggest kingdoms in all of, uh, in all of Faerun. Uh, certainly the, one of the biggest uh, human kingdoms in, in all of Faerun. It, is, uh, it has a very... Uh, structured organization, and as such, uh, weapons should probably be left on board, as weapons are not allowed openly carried in the Kingdom of Cormier without a license. Fuck, get some licenses. I'm not leaving without my weapon. Alright. says, uh... Where do you get a license? I'm not going back. Ren... And he says, uh, the captain says, or you could just stay on board. That sounds pretty good to me at this point. Uh, Ren, uh... Laura's not jazzed about leaving her weapons. Ren wears a big, like, overcoat, <laughs> and he takes his daggers, and he just tucks them into his belt behind his coat, and you can't even tell that they're there. Very I think nice. they probably have magic sensing. Well, we'll see what happens. Or hand sensing. Or it looks down. Uh, what are these? Shrugs. Damon, uh... We'll see what sir, happens. Sir, oh, what are those? Damon, what are those? realizing some of the, uh... Some of the the gravity of the of the the task that they're going to uh, to undertake from Neverwinter Two is a place of much renown, and after you know a lot of several conversations with Brandis that he's had over the course of the journey about uh, martial skill and training, he has decided to kind of tear through and make make as one of his tasks to sort the armory in the ship and make sure that they are well equipped um, and that the weapons are well polished and maintained. So he spends a good amount of his time. Polishing, sharpening, and you know, restringing bows, and getting the armory of the ship kind of set and fit for for all-out battle, if, if it comes to that, you know. Um, and during that time, he makes a list of of several things that he'd like to acquire. And so, despite his reticence uh, at going to a large kingdoms such as Cormier, he knows that it'll be an opportunity to uh, acquire. Oh, can we get more healing potions? I am. Yeah, to acquire the, those kind of. Uh, those uh, military supplies that they will need. Um, a place where they might not be able to make those purchases. Or other places they might not be able to make those purchases. So, um, he, asked, he, he requests Captain Dunlin a little bit of time to uh, make those acquisitions and presents him a list of several items. Or, not several items, but uh, a list of, of, any, of other military 
devices that they could uh, use to forfeit uh, to outfit the ship. Ooh. Are we gonna upgrade this? Uh, the ship? Uh, as a quick note, covering something that you said, um, Neverwinter is actually not a place of much renown. Oh, uh, never mind. You, if you have heard of it, you um, there are bards that have sung um, some tales of Neverwinter of old. That uh, you know, it had some, it had some notable events happen in its life, but um, but in your lifetimes, Neverwinter, uh, Neverwinter is said not to be a city anymore at all. It's a hamlet. Is is Waterdeep on that coast? Oh, uh, Waterdeep is yes. Is Waterdeep unknown like a big one? Uh, Waterdeep. Waterdeep after this Waterdeep is is certainly more well known, but uh, pretty much when people think of the Sword Coast, they think of Baldur's Gate. Oh, that's as the uh, as the only place the left, the only place well, left in the Sword Coast after the destruction of the Spellplague. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys are are learned enough to uh, yeah, to know of Neverwinter exactly. if you mean it. But no, 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 I mean, no, I, I no one speaks of Neverwinter in the current uh, in the current times. I appreciate the correction, and I yeah, yeah. Basically, so based on other other recent events, there is a there is a, an effort to outfit and to. Um, the fact that nobody goes there is perhaps uh, even more of a reason to outfit. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll need to get, get while the getting's good. Your right. healing surge is plus 11. That's my healing bonus. My oh, cool. Healing bonus. Reaching Cormier! It comes into sight as the airship has, uh, has lowered down and he's been basically sailing it uh, at about the level of the water, deciding to come in um, to come in less alarmingly, and especially since this is the place of proper laws and such, doesn't really want to surprise them as he comes in, decides to just dock at the, uh, at the docks. And he does so, and you are greeted with the grand sights of Cormier, the huge kingdom. What are you guys going to do in Cormier? Uh, specifically, you are, uh, you are landing in Suzale. <gasps> hey! That's where my ale's from! <laughs> Suze I think I know ale. what Aurora's going to be doing. Suze Ale? No, no, Suze Ale is the name of the ale, but it's more... It's from Suze Ale. Technically, it's not called that by anyone else. There's, like, there's like a nickname that's called Suze Ale, because that, that's where it's from, but it's actually called, like, Purple Dragon's Ale or something like that. Yeah. Sounds delicious to me. We're almost out, but if you want some more... I know where we can get some. Can Let's go drinking the and rivers. then weapon shopping. Yeah! Wait. What? Stay on focus. Weapon shopping, then drinking. Yeah, that would we'll be drunk with our weapons. <laughs> exactly. Um, I forget. How long did you say we're gonna be here? Just a day, two. Okay. Um, we'll get buy some potions. Yeah. Yes. I it's a drop can... in the bucket for the length of your journey, so you can be yeah. here as long as you want to stay. I don't want to stay here very long because we are on a timetable. He was not interested in staying here very long. Okay, so we're in agreement about that. All right, is your face on posters like? Uh, oh, jeez, that's right. Because you're probably no. He is not wanted currently. Check. Everyone who knew he was I mean, insight. Insight. I hate to have to insight against my own. My own. Everyone who knew he was wanted is already dead. Are you? Um. But she, she won't. Are you? You guys are all traveling together through the city. Yes, Rance will stay with the group if there is one. As you travel around, you see that. Um, you see that. There's some guards, you turn some heads, you're people that definitely look like you have a purpose and a destination. I mean, anyone is well-geared as you, Aurora is always wearing her, her plate mail. Clunk, clunk, clunk as she walks. It's more of a ka-chunk. So. Ka-chunk. 
Sure, sure. Play Mel, but he wears his a little more gracefully. Damn it! Immediately gets a, a local outfit. As always. Great coat. Great no, coat. He gets some of those sweet ass boots with like like the whatever the little fringe. No, what, what do they call them? The pirate boots with like well, they like fold the fold over. Yeah, yeah. the fold over. So he gets some of those sweet ass yeah, boots. Awesome. As you're walking through this town, you see that this is a very large town. Uh, you know, uh, among among the largest you've been in. This is not the capital of Cormier. I believe, um, but but it is. Wait, actually, yes, it is. Suzanne? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, but it is a it is a very large place. The buildings are huge. You know, much larger buildings than they could support in most other towns. I mean, this is bordering on the on a city. You know, it is. I mean, it is a city, rather. But it is. You know, it's it's the streets are long and and many many buildings. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people live here. I don't know uh, the, the exact scale. And so it takes some directions. Before long, as you are uh, traveling around, where are you going first? Uh, weapon shopping. Weapon. That's where Damon's going. I'm going to the potion shop. You're splitting up then? I'll go to the no, potion shop. No, no, no. We're so going together. together. So you're going weapon one. shopping first. I don't first. really care. I'm just along for the ride. It is not long as you guys are walking around, walking through this town for a couple hours when a large man walks up uh, and looks... Brandis in the eyes. Brandis brought shopping lucky with him. He looks Brandis in the eyes, and then you see him stride towards Brandis quickly, ignoring everybody else, as he then puts an outstretched hand and pats him on the shoulder, and he says, Brandis! Brandis says, Ah, you. He says, Brandis, buddy, it's been a long time. Brandon says, so long, in fact, I seem to forget. How long has it been? He says, oh, been 30 years or so. He says, he says, oh, do you remember when we, we used to, uh, we used to adventure through the lands of, um, uh, of Nethiril? goes, don't be rude and introduce us. Brandon says, ah, uh, Nethiril. <laughs> Nethiril, I, I take He says, it. I'm sorry to be so rude. The name's Van Damme, Captain of the Guard. And he shakes each of your hands. Nice. Love. Um, is he handsome? John claude Or is he not? Is he handsome? Is he in a Grace, is he, usually the he is an old. Man. He is an old man. I mean, this looks like a man who's in his uh, is in his sixties. Thirty years ago. Wow. And uh, and he says, Brandis and I here have uh, have been adventuring. Uh, we used we adventured for what was it a year? He says we had many adventures together. Yeah, it looked like you haven't aged a day. He just pats his shoulder again. Um, you were always old looking. Brenda says, um, it feels as I've aged more than that, though. Um, kind of, stop that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, does, does Brandis, uh, Brandis does not remember him, then? It's up to you. Um, Brandis does not remember. Brandis has been in Netheril and has served in many captains of the guards and on many and adventures. And adventured with lots of people for um, a year. And, um, and Brandis says... Van Damme, it has been so long you must regale me some of the stories of our adventures. My mind grows soft at this age. This doesn't sound like Brandis at all. He says, he says, come! He says, let us share a drink. He says, the finest ale in all of Faerun. Insight check. I don't think this party's ever drinking anything from anyone without doing it. You've been so many times. Aurora feels that this is the 29. second most genuine man he has ever she has ever met. First being 
Oh, damn, that. of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, I am the most genuine person you've ever met. It's this on my profile. Yes, this is true. That's a, quite a statement, too. Uh, he says, he says, come, come, let us share, uh, let us share a few pints. Each. Insightful. <laughs> He's really gonna give us ale. He's really gonna give us ale. Sweet. Damon turns to Brandis and goes, this time you'll be under the table. He takes you off to the tavern, and uh, and he makes true on his promise. He just snaps his finger, and the ale just starts flowing towards uh, towards you guys. Well, that's, I can't be held accountable for that. <clears throat> Brent he... says, Master Van Dam, we know many a story about, uh, and have heard many a tale told about the adventures of, of Brandis here. Tell us something that perhaps one would only know had you adventured with him. Tell us a story that... He may not have wanted us to know. Are you saying like Brandis? What story does he tell? Or Dan? What story does he tell? Whoa! Whoa! Well, who are you talking to? Um, Brandis. Uh, uh, he tells a story of uh, when they had fought uh, a particular kind of. Uh, there's an in, there's Cedar? a group of ghasts um, in a nearby town that their stench as opposed to some sections of the undead cause of vomit, these ones actually cause a uh, release of the bowels. Um, and uh, <laughs> it, it was terrifying. And in full plate, it's... Uh, there's no it's, hatch. It's, there's no hatch. And, uh, and Speak him, for yourself. And Brandis and Van Damme and their men um, had to fight like this for a while. And it became kind of like... Known that that's just like what happens, but like the people in the town didn't know that you just deal with it, and so it was kind of like this oath of silence <laughs> about it because all those people had like families and like kids and stuff that looked up to them, and uh, and so it was, it was kept quiet. But he decided to tell this uh, terrible, terrible tale. Ren stands up as he makes his way to the bathroom to relieve himself, and as he walks past Brandis, he kind of. As he walks by to see if perhaps Brandis was wearing the same armor and if it had retained any of that original stench. Aroma. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's Brandis' armor. Unfortunately. It's changed. It has changed since then. As as Van Damme tells some of these stories, um, Brandis remembers the stories, but not the guy kind of thing, where it's like, yeah, I tell that story all the time. I didn't. Realize like, I tell it so much. It was better. you? You were there because um, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's that kind of thing where it's like this guy, you know. Oh, so uh, but yes, and he, he it's like yeah. the person who you forgot who was in your English class. You remember the English class? You don't remember the person. So as Ren is coming back from the bathroom and he sits, uh, he sits down. A woman points and she says to the uh, to another woman that she's with. She says, "That's the one." As she points at Ren. Oh, shit. She says it loud enough that it gets his attention. (gasps) And he says to the rest of the party, Excuse me. "Uh, Anybody know her? And as as you look, she she comes up and she puts out her hand to shake Ren's hand. And she says, You were fantastic! And And she says, And you! And she then she reaches out to shake Aurora's hand. Ren says... Uh, then she turns to fantastic in many a thing, but of she which are you referring? Turns to her Please. friend and she Bear says, "These two, the best dancers I have ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, "Well, thank you, my lady." 
Perhaps sometime later on tonight, you and I may enjoy a dance. She just puts her hand in front of her mouth, and you see her blush as she just kind of moves away quickly, almost embarrassed in front of her friend as they just giggle and uh, walk away and go sit at the bar. They titter! raise the pint to Ren for his forward behavior. Ren turns around with a big smirk on his face. (laughs) That is... Commendable behavior to be tasted by his boys. Brandis, Brandis, an old wound reopened. (laughs) So when he says, How do we let them get them? Ha! They cheated, they used magic. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty plain and accurate answer. Hughes just because the woman wanted Ren and not him. Can you blame him? Ren has to. Er, <laughs> she took second. Hugh has to pay for his, and apparently they're flocking to Ren in this town. Can't get enough of Ren, Corvair. Are you not shooting at Hugh now that KLR is alive again? I gotta find someone. <laughs> oh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was really straightening there for a moment, but I caught hold of something I can't let go. Hot, your pet died. No, she's back. You sleep with oars. I have to take pot shots at someone. <laughs> Like, I have low self-esteem. <laughs> I have to make myself feel better somehow. Uh, okay. How many pints are we in? Uh, many as you want. Side. Roll a d6. 14, 14 pints in. <laughs> uh, All right. The night is just filled with uh, filled with fun. You gonna say something? No, 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 no. That fun is had. Before long, good to me. the captain of the guard says, "Now I'm sure you are here uh, for business." He says, "Surely I can help you." Brandon says, we are only passing through, unfortunately. We need supplies for our long journey east. Uh, west. Uh, you know. Damn Lane's over. Damn says, says we need five ballistas and 23 spears. And two scabbards. One for each of me. I was going to say, I hope we brought carts along to carry all this Aurora is, like, totally way more sober than anyone else. And she's just like, uh... We'll get them. I have a list right here. And, and he picks up a napkin and he says, it's all written it's, out right it's, here. It's all squiggles. He puts, it, it's a blank napkin. <laughs> it's like, it's not his napkin. list. Van Damme uh, just slaps Damon's shoulder and it is a hard slap. He's wearing gauntlets. <laughs> and, and he says, you come uh, see me see me at the guard post. Not the guard post. I'm the captain of the guard. <laughs> you see me at the castle tomorrow morning when you've, uh, when you've shaped up a bit. He says, I'll get you hooked up, so long as you bring the gold. I, li- I like you, Van Dam. I'll be there. You're, you're the best friend I've ever had. And he says, you he says you don't worry about the ale. You and me and Brandish can go shit ourselves sometimes. He says, don't worry about the ale. And I've already had uh, and I've already had a dozen kegs delivered to your ship. You're Fuck a good yeah. man. You're a good man. And then he, he was gets up. But he's quiet drunk. He's just kind of sitting in the corner. <laughs> He's a quiet driver. I gotta go find a prostitute. <laughs> 14 pints in. Where are your hearts? <laughs> I, I rolled a die, all right? I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's how you get 14 pints in. He drank every drop, and he's suffering every pint. <laughs> the captain, uh, Van Damme, just leaves uh, leaves the tavern and disappears into the night, which it now is the, the middle of the night. Van Damme's gonna stand up and roll a second throw. 
Uh, 20. He is up on his feet. score of 11. That has never felt better. You peed it all out. Yeah. Like while you were drunk. I mean, level 15 was happening. And you're a dwarf. And she's a dwarf, so that's like a 30. You yourself. Yeah, exactly. There's, I mean, there's a picture on the ground. You've got like a plus five against poisons. So Aurora's not. worth an extra I mean, she's fine. She's matched them drink for drink, but she's not nearly at all drunk. Are you guys uh, going back to the ship to sleep, or, or are you uh, sleeping here in, in town? Or what? I feel a little silly. Uh, I can probably doesn't really matter. Just to Dan was trying to convince Hugh to show him the town because, as many times as Hugh says it's Wayloon, I was in jail here. Damon's like, "This is your home. Show me your home." He just doesn't get it. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how that turns out. I don't know if you finally relent and like go off on some night adventure soiree, or just like pass out. No, he's he's very drunk and he's very tired. I'm and he so just wants to go. Somewhere. Maybe you do that. And Maybe you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'll go show you Wayloon. Come on, let's go. ends up sleeping in a stable ten blocks from the from the uh, from the inn or whatever from the tavern. Aurora finds at. him. I assume How? when Aurora <laughs> is leaving, when Aurora <laughs> is leaving, a large dragonborn approaches her. Is it Orm? Oh my god! What kind of dragonborn? Uh, Orm dragonborn. What, what color? He, Orm's, um, he's a kind of a deep bronze. Okay. Bronze, metallic, good. Right. And uh, <laughs> prejudice, some. Just a little. A and he just he board? speaks softly, and he says, "Aurora." <laughs> Depends on who's asking. Yes. He says. <laughs> he says, "I thought so." He says, mm. "What he gave says, it away?" I would like very much to pray with you. I would very much sure. like to pray on you. He says, <laughs> "I." Uh, he says, "I am a paladin of Bahamut." And he says, and I believe you knew a dear friend of mine. Knew? He says... You wouldn't, you wouldn't be talking about... Uh, Bahamut. Bahamut? <laughs> no. Uh, excuse, go on. He says... He says... I knew, I knew like two drivers. A man by the name of, uh, of Velgresh. Uh, her, her face kind of drops a little bit and she says, yes, yes, I knew him. He says... How do you know him? He says, I served with him for many years. He is a dear friend of mine. We have exchanged uh, we have exchanged letters for the years since. I've only recently heard of his fate. Mm. Yes. What's he your says, name? I have prayed for some explanation, for none has come, and I was given a revelation that a dwarf would come through by the name of Aurora. No way. So much more on call than Arathis was by Bahamut. Inside, ooh, thirty-seven. Aurora can tell that this is a man who is speaking very honestly about his deep faith. Third most about his deep faith, and that he is—he genuinely believes this happened. Absolutely, no, and and he's he's very kind of. um, Is he lucid? Does he seem? Yeah, absolutely. No, he seems he seems like a man who is uh, who is still grieving and is now. Kind of had something serious answered for him, and uh, well, she she just looks and at he him. Says, and I know like, not how long you are here, but if you could spare a few minutes, sure, at sure. the temple. But she's already at fourteen pints. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I got pee, but hold on. Um, how? What on earth would you be given a a revelation for? I mean, she is just what. So maybe I've maybe I have had a little t- more than I thought. He oh. says, "How big?" Are these? You've lost he says, "I would not. I would not purport to 
um, to theorize on the motivations of the uh, of our great God. <laughs> Have you been drinking too, sir? What's your name? Uh, he says, my name is... Uh, give him a name. Espen? His name is Espen. Ooh, like the printer cartridges. Do you have a name? Yes. Yes. Epson. What is oh, Okay, true. anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Time to go pray with him. Hold on, guys. And Aurora does so, being I'll, the I'll only be uh, sober person in the group right now. Yep. Leaving or them behind. No, no, no. That's a terrible Ren idea. Ren is plenty oh, well. sober. He doesn't drink a whole lot. Oh, that's right. She says, take care of the boys. Make sure they get to their beds. He doesn't drink a whole lot either, but it doesn't take much. Okay. Yeah. Ren <laughs> will do so. I'll, not be, passing I'll be back in the jiffy. He's <laughs> <laughs> not leaving beer behind either. <laughs> Alright, you guys sleep through the night. Uh, how you wake up is up to you. Not not men. <laughs> not Damon's case. But the next day, you spend gathering supplies. Meeting up with Van Dam as promised, and he, uh, he does get you any supplies that you seek. Uh, he lets you know that he is giving you access to uh, weaponry and such that normally wouldn't be for sale, but because of his uh, because of his travels with Brandis, how could he not help out an old friend? Thank God, Brandis. Exactly. Good thing for Brandis. There we go. You cheated a shot, and the weapon's a faulty, defective. Yeah. Um, there was a question about buying some magical items, too. What would you want to buy? Uh, I want to buy two ruby scabbards. Three Questions? Thousand, thousand gold apiece. Two ruby scabbards? Yeah. In addition to the sapphire scabbard? They, I have three blades. And oh, that's right. And I want them all. citrine scabbards and... Yeah. Um, this is uh, certainly a large enough town scabbards. that uh, the items of that level are um, are pretty trivial to get, um, to get your hands on. All right. In addition, um, Damon, uh... Akadi, the Queen of Air, a uh, <laughs> divine god that uh, the Daemon has worshipped since his time in Aquanul. She's not someone who's uh, who's widely known, widely regarded, or widely worshipped. But here in Cormier, he finds a small—it's not even a temple; it's more of a shrine—dedicated um, to the god of the goddess Akadi. And as he is, as he passes, he's uh, he spends decides to spend some time at the temple, meditating and praying. Wherein he finds, um, wherein he finds uh, a, an altar upon which is placed a uh, a beautiful kind of like a beautiful likeness of uh, of the goddess wrought in white gold, and in inset is um, a a small um, a small star sapphire that is a, a very pure color, and uh, he plays he prays reverently reverently before this altar. Um, before the priest comes out, and uh, they, he spends some time discussing, you know, due mostly to this, the priest's uh, you know exceptional or unnatural interest in in Damon and what his purpose is here. Um, the the meeting ends up with the the, the priest uh, offering the uh, the article the the holy symbol to Damon, um, and uh, and and begs him to carry it uh, with pride. Uh, on his journeys, for he he knows that the Daemon is a a worthy and a, a devout um, a devout worshiper and example of the principles of Akadi, and he, he accepts the gift. And you see that it's uh, strung from his uh, his uh, waistband um, as he meets up with the group later that day. 
What's it look like? Say it's, it's just a, a likeness of it's an, uh, a likeness in, wrought in, in white gold of an uh, an elven woman hmm. with an inset uh, star sapphire. Where is it like inset? In, in like the chest. So basically, it's like kind of like a uh, what do they call these bust bust. Yeah, with uh, the sapphire set inset right here. Cool. Ren doesn't generally. Uh, concern himself much with spears and ballistas and stuff of that sort. So while the group is off buying that stuff and meeting with Van Damme, Ren because he's not hung over or anything like that he uh, quietly slips away and just kind of whispers to Aurora and says, I'll be back in a little bit and makes his way to the library in Cormier and because he likes libraries. Libraries are full of knowledge and stuff of that sort. And, and librarians. And librarians. And so he goes to the library and <laughs> just peruses the books and picks up the occasional one and thumbs through it. And just not really looking for anything in particular, but it is much more of his type of place. And he doesn't have a whole lot of books and all that stuff that he hasn't totally... Uh, studied and gone through, so he likes to just look at other stuff while he has the chance. So he's there while you guys are doing that. Brandis uh, adds two items to his, to the um, Ruby Sapphire, the shopping list. Uh, just two frozen whetstones, they're 100 gold apiece. They're pretty small changes. Make it four. Four? Yeah. Shit, make it six. It's six. What is it that you're buying? <laughs> frozen whetstones. They're actually great for Millie. Yeah. It's a uh, minor action. Consumable, touch this weapon to melee or range or ranged weapon. I didn't realize that until the end of the encounter. And any successful attack with the weapon deals an extra two cold damage hmm. for a hundred gold cool. piece. Bam! <laughs> cold <Yeah>. damage. <coughs> um, gets those. Got him. Just hangs out in town for a bit. It's Frida, who comes and finds you in town. Finds uh, right. who normally carries the gold with them or controls it. <laughs> Did you get mugged? The miser. She comes uh, one time when uh, Ren is close to the ship. She has Frida, to talk to him. Frida waves, <laughs> waves to Ren. Ren, and she comes up to him, and she, and she says, Ren. Frida. I need some money. And you gotta give us a dinner. She says, I want some money. Don't you have enough dolls in your bedroom? Shit. She, you see her just literally shake. She was already on the verge before, and she says, "I have some ideas to improve our new ship." Really? He says. She what are says, you "Thinking? I think we should load up on some residium or whatever supplies this city can get us." Ren says, "For a ten-year-old girl, that's not a bad idea." How much are you looking for? She says, just get the residium. <laughs> you're making an effort. At least 7,000 gold worth should be a good start. 7,000 gold walks worth walks away. That's a lot of dollies. Are you sure the, you know how much money that walks is? Walks back to the airship. That's like 170s. Ren stops her and how says, Piggy bag. What do you have in mind that's going to take 7,000 gold worth of residium? She says, I just want to be prepared. We're not going to resupply for a while. Do you know how much residium? Do you know how much I could like residium? 
Presidium! Presidium! I don't know if you know how much that is. He says, I know exactly how much that is, and I know how much you, you we found on the airship. She says, it's a drop in the bucket, and don't pretend like it's not. I pay attention. I'm not a child! <laughs> and then she just storms off back to the airship. Uh, Ren says, well, I'm going to have to consult the others on that, because 7,000 gold worth of residium is a lot of residium. So... Damon she says, just doesn't even Damon, stop. All of a sudden, she is Damon over the speaking stone. Go, uh, Roger, that get the residium. Shut her up. Breaker, breaker. She's just Damon. walked away since the last thing you said. Um, no, okay. Which also no. reminds us, we found twenty-two. We already had a bajillion or something. I think I think it was a million. Um, yeah. Go before that. We really, I mean, we have the I, money for it. I I bought um I bought the flyvern. You've gotten some nice stuff. Um, we gotta be spending that money. We've probably Otherwise, spent. children are going to keep coming Ball up. Be spending. Off the top of my head, because I haven't up, updated the books, because I haven't been here, so I don't know what happened in the two weeks that I was gone. But I think, from what I've heard, we're basically sitting at around, if I remember correctly, we're at around 30, 35. I think since that. Were you there for I think we've tacked on another 30. Because she found some stuff with the armor. Didn't, no, no, that was no money with it. Yeah. No, we at including the, the ship. It was yeah, money. and we got right, twenty two we'll five hundred. So yeah. we got a bunch more. Is it really a um, drop in the bucket? Seven thousand. Yeah. It, yeah, it's we have like over sixty k now. Okay, so Ren says, okay, uh, I will go pick it up. I'm so saying, Ren like, makes his way over to the residium the store. Residium R us. Residium store. and more. Residium bodega. Like if we see some cool like armor, weapons, whatever. Dude, if you guys see stuff. Just get it. Grab it. Sixty k. So I don't think we're in the, the money's not helping us. I don't think guys. we're in the habit of saving up for big items. Throwing the money. Initially, at that it. was the thought. I don't think we're the the big items are so expensive that I don't think we can really do that. Yeah. Um, so I say just get all the little items that come to mind and we we'll yeah. use it that way. Uh, Hugh, because he's not particularly interested in walking around Cormier too much, calls over the speaking stone to whoever is doing some shopping if they can pick him up a few more firestorm arrows. Sounds good. How many do you want? Uh, Are you keeping track of everything that's getting bought? Yeah. Okay. I need. How many can I get? Five healing potions, please. If they're plus one, you can get a shitload. Uh, how about a quiver of twenty? That's they're thirty each. Damn, gets forty. Ren, I, Ren, <laughs> Ren pipes up and says, "Okay, and thirty gold out of our seventy thousand or whatever. That's that's what's for. What, what, what are you doing? Make it four out of Put it. Put in a request. <laughs> yeah." If it's approved, we get it. Damon shows up with like 18 IOUs and goes, <laughs> turns in his receipt to red. Let's not do so, a full shopping trip in and out, but just off the top of our head, we go through this every once in a while. Does it, who has plus two items that are not plus threes? Uh, my armor Your and armor? my neck. My neck piece is still plus two. Who, who else? Uh, that's not a plus Damon has my yeah, melee that's weapons, that's but I never use them. Real quick here. My armor. Oh, no, you have some plus I four. I do. I yeah. have a symbol that's yes. not plus three. My armor and my cloak. Your armor and your cloak. And that's it. Because I get the feeling. Actually, Ergen, we're talking. The bad news about you being a sorcerer is you can be a little more of a target. Yeah. Just because so, um, you're hurting so many more people. So um, <laughs> we're going to want to make sure we get some uh, better, like armor and, and necklace. Our next two, our next plus three items, I think, should be armor and necklace definitely for for, uh, okay. for red. But anyway, yeah, let's, let's not exactly about that now, but I was just curious, just an update. We gotta do that every once in a while. So Ren makes his way over to the uh, Residium Emporium, and 
inquires about and wants to know. So he goes in to the store. It's like a lumberyard. And as soon as he enters it, uh, it smells like magic items. There are many uh, enchanters that have set up shop uh, set up shop here. So and he's not able to find if he's trying to get seven thousand worth all in one shop. He has to go to a few different ones to uh, kind buy of buy out their supply. We make them very happy. So he uh, he goes up to one of them and and asks if they have any. Well, while he's buying the uh, the residium from one of the more reputable looking ones. Uh, he asks if the guy has anything else there that may be worth his while or that may interest him. Uh, anything uh, not illegal, because that would be illegal. Did but is you it, ask do you have any at the very last town you were in? Sravenin? I always ask about this kind of crap, because it's awesome. So I... I uh, What's his objective here? My objective is to just see if there's does this guy have, say, a summonable riding tiger uh, sitting behind oh that you just rubbed the Buddha statue's belly in? Just come out and ask it. Do you have a tiger? <coughs> I'm sorry. Or, or, I mean, or something else like you have a, he has a, say, a immovable rod. Do you <laughs> have any... Wondrous items. Do you have any wondrous items that may... He says, I am I'm a successful enchanter. I have many things. What are you looking for? I don't know. Wondrous. Is I just want to know if you've got any really cool stuff that... There is cool stuff on the wish list. He says, my walls are lined with cool stuff. <laughs> if you want, Man, I put some know wondrous you items want, on the wish list if you want to check them out. If you want uh, to look for anything specific. Yo, but I was hoping he the says, DM would just throw some He says, you mentioned uh, an immovable rod. I've got one of those. How much are those going to run? He says, uh, movable rod. Uh, he pulls out a couple pieces one of parchment as he starts uh, flipping through it. Uh, and then he and then he remembers. Really oh wait! And he pulls out one piece of parchment. And he says, "A movable rod." And you see the ink start to reform and change as it starts to print some uh, information. But he kind of covers it from you as he tries to read it pri- uh, uh, privately. And he says, "Ah, yes, yes, uh, a movable shaft. Uh, it will be." <laughs> That's a different item. That's Brandis' item. Oh jeez. He says, oh, he "They're they're, they're not cheap. He's they're not cheap. I tell you." And he says, oh, uh, about 17,000. Uh, Ren says, tell you what, I'll give you 3,000 for it, and I'll shake your hand, and I roll a 37 diplomacy. (laughs) He's, he just laughs. And he says, he says, I can tell you are a shrewd negotiator, but... He says, I'm he says, I can tell that you are quite familiar with the ways of magic, and for you to ask for this for 3,000, I'd be, I'd be losing 10,000 or more gold on this. He says, he says, I'll give it, I'll give it to you at cost. He says, if, if you're also buying that residium as a thank you, I can give this to you at cost, which is 13,000. That's how much it costs me to make it. Ren says, that's okay, I can make one myself. Thanks. I'll take he says, my residium. He says, it'll cost you 13000 Friend says, then it'll cost me 13000 I'll take my residium. Didn't want it? How much does it cost? $17,000. i will give you nothing. <laughs> How about it? Tell you what, I'll buy all of your residium and you'll toss that in on top as a thank you for shopping <laughs> with me. 
You're buying and seven thousand worth of residium. Oh, wow. Throwing a thirteen thousand item you just on top out. for the thank you. That's it. <laughs> you just missed out on a really nice handshake. That handshake. <laughs> you didn't tell people about it for a week. Okay. Because he would have. So I bought all the residium. Alrighty. I'll be back. That's sure. good. I, I think. Uh, all right. You guys are setting off. I bo- I'm ready. Dim's got awesome, loose-fitting pirate clothes, and his uh, his fringy boots, looking like a guy from the streets of Cormier. He looks so out of place that blending in with uh, the clothes is becomes a preferred tactic for kind of fitting in a little bit. Interesting. And the rest of the time where you guys were shopping, since he finished a little early, since his appointment with Captain Van Dam was early in the morning, he spent the rest of the day playing circus games and trying to impress ladies for uh, cheap tricks. So... Wait, he's impressing the ladies for... As, as cheap tricks. Oh. Yeah, no. It's not so he could get cheap tricks. I heard what he's you turning said. Tricks. Cheap. Look, he's trick, turning tricks. A Freudian trick, a Freudian slip, which I'm just going to make make permanent. Sorry, I just... I just that's fine. No, he, for them, for him, they're parlor tricks. The the kind of like ease with which he can complete those uh, mundane uh, street feats. But uh, Brandon's just lifting right. barrel over his head a hundred times. Watch me. Watch the airship me. sets off once again. This time with its destination of Neverwinter of the Sword Coast. Yeah. Ren's not real happy to be back on the ship because the ship is kind of boring. Come to the portal yeah. with me. Sit in your chair. Sit in your chair. You could probably practice your magic in the portal. Aurora, for you. Kalar gets pissed, though. The next, uh... It's a big frickin' portal! Kalar, shortly after uh, she re-enters Damon's world, you see her fitted nearly permanent, almost permanently, with the the saddle that you uh, picked up (gasps) back in the day, the the Riding Shark saddle. So, uh... Land, sea, and air, bitches. All terrain. It swims with the land. All the saddle makes it gives her a swim speed equal to her. Oh, her, uh, but not like a dig speed. Digs. Not on the ground. She can walk. Yes. She can walk not yet. on the ground. All we need is like a bridle of that one vehicle that Shredder had. Oh, Shredder! Big drill in the front. Yeah. Moving along. One of the first things you notice as you start setting off before your altitude gets too high on the first day. You see that Rocco the chef is up on deck of the ship, and you see that he's got a bow and an arrow, and he is aiming it over the edge of the ship. You should probably kill him. Is he fishing for birds? I think he's going for you. And then suddenly he fires it, and you uh, you see him go yeah as he then pulls the rope. And you see a large bird attached to it. <laughs> it's awesome. As he takes it off, he puts it. Wouldn't have been albatross, would it? Puts it in a bucket next to him, and you realize that he's got a, a large, a large wooden no, tub of a bunch of them. And you just notice that he'd been doing this for a while. As he then takes another shot, shot takes aim, and then fires. And this time, you see it strike a bird. As he then pulls it back up. What kind of birds is he shooting? Seagulls. Seagulls. And after uh, after about an hour of doing this, you see him hoist up big thing. And he just puts it back down, and he just whistles as a couple of the uh, a couple of the deckhands come over, and he says, "Bring it down to my kitchen." Right now, he whispers to Damon and says, "Hey, I think I know how we can uh, win even more favor with the cook. If Kalar gets bored sometimes, see if you can get her to go out and catch some birds and bring them back here for." He says, I think I owe the chef that much because he totally, 
he hasn't he hasn't given been been very kind to me. I've gotten nothing but wings at dinner for the past two weeks <laughs> since I, since he found out I stole all this chicken. And you, not a lot of as he walks by, you hear him muttering as he's kind of looking. He says, "Ugh, lame birds today. Not a single chicken." And then he just uh, oh. he just keeps walking as it goes he down below from? deck. Chickens don't fly that high. He doesn't realize this. Damon will go fly on Kalar and go get him some chickens from a nearby farm. Yes, he steals them. And and leave them plucked outside of Rocco's doorstep the next morning. The next morning, you hear a roar of glee come from below deck. Come, uh, And you just hear him go, Oh! Beautiful chickens! <laughs> Beautiful chickens. And then he, and then you just hear a shout that goes through the whole ship as he says, Rotisserie chicken tonight! Woohoo! Hopefully I get a drumstick, says Daomid to himself. Is anyone else doing anything notable during uh, this next long journey to Neverwinter? Ren's doing same old, same old. More fortune. Actually, Practice. Ren decides to go hang with uh, Rocco some more. Because... Uh, in his many things that he has learned, uh, cooking is one of those things that you can only, you can read about it all you want, but you kind of have to practice it to get really good at it. So he decides to take it upon himself I feel to like Gordon Ramsay and uh, become, try to become the group's resident chef. So he goes and hangs out with Rocco to try to glean some of his chefly knowledge. Some chefs... Might be a little guarding of their uh, of their recipes, preferring you know they've got the kind of the pride. Rocco is happy to teach. He is so jazzed that someone is uh, is interested in kind of uh, being here, and he says, "You can be my protege." Done. Apprentice, perhaps. Done. Apprentice. Is that the word? And then he just he starts just showing you everything he's doing. And then soaks it in like a sponge because he has nothing else to do. <laughs> And that is when Ren sees that Rocco is using a magical, uh, a magical rotisserie as it is just fire burning in this wooden ship. But because uh, it has this uh, this shielding, this sort of uh, force field around it that prevents any of the heat from escaping uh, the area. And he says, he says, this was a gift from a good friend. It's a good gift. And then he just uh, continues to show him how to cook. Ren stares at it in amazement, thinking, huh, I wonder if I could practice some of my spells and direct them into that rotisserie. I wonder what would happen. Though at the same time, he doesn't want to break it and piss off Rocco. So, I'm kind of getting the sense that there's just a lot of information sharing going on on the boat. Maybe in a couple of select cases not, but like, I would imagine that people are learning how to run the ship together, kind of like sailors teaching us, like, what to do, like, between Grosh and Brandis, like, there's probably a lot of weapons training, they're trying to, like, outfit the boat, I just, I feel like there's just kind of, like, a, a community of just kind of, like, exchange going on with the information in general, I think probably Ren with, like, the cook, and maybe some, some good examples of some real kind of, like, whatever, partnerships that get set up, but I would kind of guess that on the boat, people kind of get along with each other, everyone is very skilled, there's just kind of like a, uh, a like spirit of cooperation. When you're on the boat yeah. for days and days and weeks and weeks and months and months and years and years, yes. you become friends with all the other guys. I, w- I think that is well said, and may it be said be that way for the last for time. Years. What? If I was going to be stuck on the ship for years with anyone in the, sh- anyone in the group, it would be Aurora. Really? 
Wow, that's uh, that's pretty high praise. For she right smells now, good. yes. <laughs> For the purposes of this conversation, yes. <laughs> All right, Brandis would rather be on the ship over. with a club of Brandis. <laughs> <laughs> Brandis is Brandis. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I think there'd be a lot of oiled up wrestling going on. What does the what does the geography look like as we get closer and closer to Neverwinter? No, it's not. I mean, I imagine we had the summer hot desert of Orvieltar, and then kind of came back to whatever. I guess not all the plains and still very hot terrain. Of what season is it, Kalen? Datekeeper. We're still hammer. So this is this is the new year beginning. Oh, you're in the dead of winter. As you start heading up. Uh, <laughs> more north. Don't worry, we're going to Neverwinter. It'll be great there. As you start heading up this way, it does start getting colder, and then colder, and then colder. We're in an airship. How much time passes? Now, none of it surprises Damon, of course, as he knows what the weather is going to be. But the captain starts advising uh, taking the ship uh, a little bit lower to not be too high, as the winds are getting pretty tough to navigate. As it gets uh, as it gets colder, and then as you get even closer, we'll come up with the exact time later. I'm not sure. As you get even closer, I mean, you're starting to get snow on the deck of your wow. ship. Uh, it is not very long before Dan. Yeah. He starts taking it down. He doesn't want to be above the clouds. Yeah, he does. Uh, before Dan abandons his uh, loose-fitting pirate garb from Cormier and redons the legendary furs of Stalo. I thought you gave those to someone. I kept them all the time. I've lost a lot of gear as things have been shredded from my back. The fresh from Stella got eaten when you got eaten. The bay I wasn't wearing the those. No, I, I wasn't wearing those because inside it was it was very temperate. I'm fine. I took that. those off. Remember, we went inside the uh, bubble and I changed back out of them. So fortunately, those those survived that uh, encounter. I lost. Uh, you lost a great coat. I lost a great coat. That's one thing I done. Okay. Ripped from my back. So as Damon starts to suit up, uh, is anyone else uh, doing anything as you're approaching into this snow here? Just getting ready. And you see once again that Frida is a big white snowball as she is wearing her thick thick coats that are so thick on her that she's just round white ball. Brandis doesn't... It blends uh, into the snow. Brandis doesn't keep gear like that. He doesn't... He gets rid of his winter clothes come spring. <laughs> so, um... He is in brand new, still warm wolf pelts. They look good. <laughs> they look good. <laughs> they look good. How fast do wolves How do they taste? Alright, so... How are you guys going to approach another winter? That's a good question. Uh... Yeah. What's uh, the town like? Uh, has, what has do Rand, you know about Neverwinter? Has Ren learned how to fly the glider yet? Go ahead and uh, give me some Knowledge history checks. History. history! Ten. <laughs> History's pretty shitty. Everywhere but Neverwinter. Yes. Twenty-four. Twenty-two. Twenty-two, anyone else? Ten. Fourteen. Damon is actually uh, is the most learned about. That's why I thought it was renowned. <laughs> I I never, I yeah, Damon uh, knows the tales of Neverwinter. He also knows the fate that Neverwinter has. Not a lot of people know that um, that Neverwinter is actually still a populated town. 
but it is not what you would call civilized. Uh, some uh, some people refer to it as New Luskin, the Luskin being one of the uh, neighboring towns which has completely um, been wiped off the map. But Neverwinter, all in all, uh, you are likely to be robbed, stabbed, or robbed then stabbed. Uh, heroes and do-gooders are not welcome in in Neverwinter anymore. It's best to keep your identity secret as long as possible to avoid a full-out mob uh, coming and getting you. This town has been in a state of steady decline following the events of the Spell Plague. Now the once great city stands virtually in ruins and is known as a place of struggle, greed, and lawlessness. You are unlikely to find the aid of any leadership or law enforcement here. It would be wise to tread carefully among its residents as many people come here to be forgotten for one reason or another. Says Prince. Yeah, we know why uh, the man we're looking for is here, but uh, not due disguises. Yeah, as for any help, Ooh, are you sure? We can't expect it. I'm not yeah. using any more of our our restrictium. Are you? Have we already used up all the restrictium? Damon simply remarks. He says. He says, as valuable as it was to uh, go incognito in Orviltar, we'd be just as likely to get attacked looking like someone else as ourselves. Just as likely? We're not. Just as likely. Even if we we're look not like that famous. Hepto says, you may just want to try to look the part, for Neverwinter is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, I mean, like, we can, like, dirty ourselves up. What? It's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. It's in the name. Oh. Um, Neverwinter, the wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> Ren um, says, I really don't want to get dressed up again. And so well, we he can, like, just rubs some up. dirt on his yeah. face and stuff. But but Brennan's is like, I don't... All we have to do is murder oh, the first awesome. person who tries to rob us. Like, really get him. And we should be safe at least for <laughs> a little bit. Grosh is coming. Yeah, there we go. Or just looks at, her, looks at herself in, the, in, any, in a shiny object and just is like, oh god, how do I make this look... Brady says, "Use your, use your." As the, soon as Damon had explained what he knew about Neverwinter, you didn't oh. think you knew what a big, wide grin on a Minotaur looked like, but now you do. So Grosh is coming. Yeah, right. he'll give us cred. No one will think, ah, oh, clearly do-gooders wander around with Minotaurs. He says, "My kind of town." First, exactly. Gives him a big barbarian handshake. It's go time. Ah. Uh, and uh, Damon, as they approach, um, I mean, Aurora does that. Yeah, what you what you were saying. She she wipes yeah. all her hair. Does everyone know in front of her face? The like, picture I'm talking about, where like, Aurora looks like the chick from The Ring. Yeah, she's just got this like her whole face awesome. is, is shrouded, and all you can see are like a little bit of her eyes, mostly most of her nose and her mouth, but everything else is just whoosh. Yes, the, in front the water of her one, face. Right? Yeah, where she got the wet. Water portrait, yeah. yeah, she got she got yeah. dunked in the ocean. She's doing that. She's like, all right, this is this is good. This is a good idea. Damon sees Hugh fashioning an awesome hood that looks like the hoods that the wolves in Robin Hood the Animated Series were wearing, and he makes one of those too to hide his face <laughs> as much as possible. And he rolls with Hugh with that look. He just doesn't shave for a day or two, so now he's rocking stubble. Brandis just doesn't bring his stubble. scabbard because. Looking dangerous in a place like this probably has just as good chance of keeping you from getting shanked. So he's just holding his sword so. out in front of him the whole time. All right. Awesome. How are you going to approach Neverwinter? 
from the front. I was asking, yes. are we going to land? Are we going to the glider during, during our time here? I don't think we, we should land with land. a giant airship. Let's, outside of town, walk yeah. in. Yeah, uh, I can fly it, but... The deckhands uh, have been attempting to repair the glider, but it's not in the state to be flown. We're going to walk in, guys. I... I and okay, leave uh, a speaking stone on the ship so if at some Ooh, point they need to make a totally crazy like we really airdrop thing. Uh, is the airship something that can just like land and sit there, or do you have to tie it down? Are we gonna have to find like a tree to tie it to, or, some or do we maybe? just like land and have the crew fly around above? I think they we... just stay above. Captain the says, above. "I can keep it circling yeah. for how long? It might be a while." He says, the thing doesn't use fuel. <laughs> All right, then just keep circling here. Yeah, give him we should give him he says it floats on the air like a ship floats on the water. Fine. Um, it's an airship. Well, who wants to give up a speaking stone? Aurora's not giving up hers. Damn, we'll give it up. Okay, Damon. Damon and Brandis. Aurora and Brandis have them, right? Yeah, I have one. Because yeah, Aurora just can't stand being out of contact with so she's always got the phone. Ren actually kind of wants to try just pulling a swan dive out of the airship and using his bracers to... Oh, Jesus. Oh, That's a great down. idea. Oh, those are those... And uh, he will, in fact, he... Really testing that whole Opera thing, to, aren't you? Yeah, he says to Daleman, Hey, I got an idea. Now, I've never done this before, but I am I am hoping that Avondra smiles down on me and gives me his luck. You're crazy. I propose... We race to the bottom. Awesome. It will be, just looks at you guys like it will be as if a meteor is crashing to the ground. Daleman says, "You got it." Brandon says, "Take one of the speaking stones. We'll get, we're we're gonna, So you guys, you guys are doing this far outside of town, right? So you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not, I'm not, I'm not okay. diving into. Okay, like, I thought you were diving into the town. Yeah, I was like, you got to pull Brandis. But before the airship sinks down, you know, outside of okay. town, and Brandis will definitely join. I'm going to. Amazing. <laughs> Brandis is just going right. to carry Neverwinter doesn't know how to get off the ship without anyone helping her. So she's just going to wait until You're going to friends with Kalar. Yeah? Yeah. Alright. It's up to you. How hard do you have to hold on to those things? You'll find out. Well, Brandis can, uh, can feather fall everyone. Yeah, that's true. If you want us to go over the rail. It's a daily item use. You know, he waits till they get lows and low oh, enough, and then right. lower a rope. To expand it to a party is daily item. Yeah, mm-hmm. just for myself. That's Brandon's just going to drop down. Or just to give the whole Kalar thing a shot. Cool. Okay. You can come too. Roll it up. We're going to do it. So what are we going to do? Do whatever you want. more? How should we do this? one? Most of all, there's a rock star, and then... Give me the terrible one. The terrible one? What is that? It's... Look at it. It's gross. Not anyway, dude, so yeah, you guys were doing your rice. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, how should we do it? To I say we do best out of three rolls okay. to see who wins when we get to the bottom. Just nothing added. So just add it up. I mean, it is falling. Just add it up. Like Roll three Much times better up. at falling. Do an acrobatics check. Acrobatics? Yeah, we can do acrobatics because there do will a, be some sort of like. Just decide. Let's do an opposed acrobatics will, roll. Will check. Because that's kind it's of the chicken. That's, Whoever that's, pulls last. That's basically what you're doing, right? Whoever pulls the shoot last. Yeah, that's yeah. So what are we? What Opposed was acrobatics. Well I, made, I made the call. Opposed acrobatics. Opposed acrobatics. This time. Acrobatics. First one is not very good. Acrobatics. First one is twelve. I rolled a one. Fantastic. <laughs> Thirty-four. Fuck. <laughs> you already won. <laughs> uh, whatever. No, we're doing three rolls. Three rolls. Well, why three? All right. Just... Okay. Eleven. Dang it. Twenty-four. That's thirty-five. Thirty-eight. I might beat your last one. I got 50. Yeah, it's just at the ground already, just waiting. Yeah. Damon 
So what he does every day. But I mean, he he loved the opportunity and just relishes. Ren gets to the bottom and does not actually even really feel bad that he lost because that was super fun and he just kind of wants to do it again. But he understands that there's things to do, so he... Well, hey, perhaps because it was his first it. time jumping, he like he activated it way early because he's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Oh wait, I could have done it a lot later. Well, like, Damon loves to compete, but he's not like an asshole winner. So, I mean, he comes over and just like, he's got a smile on his face and like claps around on the back and says... He says, I'll teach you anything you want to know. He says, I spent my days in the air. Ren was like, done. And done. Ren is, a, Ren is an information sponge. He totally is. He really likes knowledge. Loves to know. I read books a lot. It's not often I jump out of flying airships. And you're crazy That's and not fiery. Really my thing. He probably will turn on us when it comes to the Battle of the Wrath. He's, <laughs> he's already alluded to the I possibility. <laughs> I've already started planning for that possibility. Yeah. We'll teach you everything we know. And he's like, Araf, I know everything that I know. <laughs> Just like, like you told me. I've been a good boy. Give me more residue. No, no, no. Anyways, so, uh, yeah. They're on the ground. Sparring with Ren, teaching him bad habits of combat. Duck when I come like this. <laughs> okay, you guys are on so, the ground, and you realize just how you understand why civilization has not returned to this area area of the world. As up here on the sword uh, coast, I mean, you land, and you realize that it's possible you wouldn't have even needed your magic items because there was so much snow that you landed on. There was the huge padding. Soft snow. <laughs> but this place is supposed to be warm. That's why they call it Neverwinter. Now it's forever winter. It uh, it was at one point. But apparently the uh, spell plague has ripped through here and has, cha- has changed things quite a bit. And now you are in the dead of winter up here where it is now snowing and it is freezing cold. New Luskin. It'll be a bit of a trip to uh, to Neverwinter. You guys uh, landed far enough away such that no one would see you where you came from. Good. Giant airship kind of Are we just on foot? Because you guys are on foot because if we do the uh, on foot. that's on also foot. might not. I mean, are we trying to just not draw attention to ourselves? Is if we want to roll in we like badasses? ballers. Yeah, badasses we or... Could. I, I think we should just like em- yeah. I think we should just embrace it. You know, be scared. I like it. I think we have more of a chance with our current because we're magical items all, all outfit. All They're gonna sense that. That's true. Yeah, I think I we mean, have more of a chance of just being intimidating as hell yeah. and not having people fuck with us rather yeah. than like play loud dirt music while we come in. To- oh yeah, exactly. So, this, this, all this conversation is getting Damon very pumped up, and he's yeah. ready so, to summon the seeds. You pass by. He's ready to mm. puff on people. So you are summoning the seeds. Yes. Yeah. Alright, whatever. You pass by dozens of what you can tell at one point must have been farms. There are some buildings and and uh, you know barns, Shacks. but a lot of them are just dilapidated. No one uh, clearly has uh, has lived here. You can see some fence posts poking up through the top of the snow. Uh, a lot of them are just splintered and broken. But you reach a hill overlooking what appears to be the town of of Neverwinter. Though the years following this spell plague have left it in a state such as to render it nearly unrecognizable. Can you grab the map? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Should I move this right here? Where yes. Bum, 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 bum. Oh. Um, 
on the way, Demis is aside to Hugh. He says, he says, I've been to enough slums to know that whenever society breaks down, it's not long before the Thieves, thieves Guild moves in. He says, uh, he says, uh, they might be, he says, we might, we might be, uh, be obliged to track one down if we're, we're going to get some information. <coughs> I was wondering how we were going to go about finding this town. Let's do it that way so you guys can read it. Uh, that is a pretty map. This is the gaming paper, right? No, this is not gaming paper at all. Oh, okay. I guess that's why it's, it's rolly. Gaming paper doesn't roll up. It doesn't roll it. Uh, it's on the coast. Is Frida coming with us? Uh, you know, I don't mean, think we should. Now there are a lot of badass things. I mean, Grosh is coming with us. Ten-year-old girls are not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and we're pushed. She what has. has she probably the wrong. She accepts flavor. your judgment when you uh, when you suggest this. She sees the. I point out her Milo Pony backpack and say, <laughs> no, we're going for And then claps it's out of boy. She always has it on. It's this I bet. She always has that one. Not one strap, no. I got boxes. And both one My little magical pony, both it's just a phantom steed. Like and <laughs> Ren kind of leans over to Brandis and says, it feels good to make fun of her. Just admit it. It's nice. Ren. It's for you. Chide him, Roy. Chide. Don't be so juvenile. So is this the city then? What do you think? You like that it's, better? It's what's left of it. I got you. Uh, it's like what? City care, castle nepotism. We can do whatever. Yeah, I mean, except for the staff. Oh, castle nepotism. Oh yeah, these are all the things I remember from the game. Any more nice. I'll, fi- I'll find one. Just Woo! give me the same guy. Right. City core slash castle never. Right in the middle. Beggar's nest. That was usually south. That's says Docks sweet. district. That was down here. Peninsula slash prison. prison. Over there. Oh, cool. Black Lake District, that was usually up there. There's a hill overlooking Neverwinter here. As you get closer, you can see that the city walls lay broken and in various states of ruin, as does most of what you can see from this vantage point. Multiple plumes of smoke rise from many points within the city limits, most likely campfires. You can see tents and ramshackle structures, groups of people moving with bundles of goods and carts here and there. Many appear to be armed. All of the buildings with uh, slashes through them, you can see there are just ruins. Old Castle Endeavor is uh, is just the ruins of what it was. Only a few large structures remain. Damon wants to do an, uh, uh, gonna do a perception check to see if he can recognize any sort of kind of like hidden symbols that might represent people belonging to one of any number of thieves' guilds that he's uh, familiar with from his uh, travels. So he gets twenty-one. I'm oh, sorry, thirty-one. He is pretty far away from the town still. Okay. Um, from what he's seeing, he's seeing mostly just kind of people scattered about. He's not uh, not noticing anything specific, but he can tell that there is some sort of semblance of organization here, and that uh, that he should keep an eye out when he gets in. And he may uh, recognize something. Okay. Hmm. Uh, our time of day that we choose to arrive at is mid morning, afternoon, dusk, dusk, badass, one a.m. Desk. Desk. Just for my sake, give me a refresher as to why we're here. Like looking for the prince. We gotta find the prince. Because he's here, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's the goal is to find him and secure him. 
Yeah, we originally thought he was on. We just knew he was on the sword. The sword I knew goes. we were coming here for him. I just didn't know if there were any other. Who did we? Other no. Oh the, yes, that's it. That is the goal. No, no, no. But this is this is the thing that remember. Um, the steward knows he's in Neverwinter. Right. Yes, we may potentially so have. We will be fighting. Uh, well, more yes. patriots. Depending on upon how quick um, his. Last time though. I mean, we were in the, um, well, I bet the, the king's men don't travel as fast as a rat. It was a memory of keepers, and the steward was saying, we already know he's in Neverwinter, so they were at least on their way here a while ago. That's true. At least a day. Prefer- I mean, preferably not with, yeah. hopefully not with airship, but well, we maybe with a rat's... <clears throat> I think we had a head start. Yeah, and maybe a rat's... I mean, what, what if he just went, zap portal? Yeah, so yeah, what if they just took the portal to here? There's a good chance they did. So, we have to plan on them already having a little bit of a foothold here. Hey, maybe they just got stabbed and, like, robbed. That'd be awesome. <laughs> we see yeah. them dead on the street. It's like, oh. there, there, there could be an ambush. Oh. oh. Wait. There's, that's the prince. So, yeah. The prince. He's dead. The I'll prince stabbed and robbed kinda, them. I'll tell you what I kind of want to do. I kind of want to go in. may not be the wisest move. Mm. I well, like let's it. Not do let's that. do it. But what Ren is wanting to do right now he wants to go up to the gates and find a guard or something like that. It's a lawless city. But there's got to be somebody. There's organization there is some no. Kind. There's some organization, so there has to be some kind of enforcement. Is there anyone keeps the walls? I think there might be a, a crime enforcer. Like a mob? Like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's run by the underground. Like mafia? Yeah. So, But anyway, but what's your... Find someone that's in the know, whether that's an enforcer or... A thieves guild. Someone, and rough them up for info. As to where the prince is. Oh yeah, sure we could rough some of them. Damon says if we people don't have to actually know, kill them, but we can go and we need to be careful with who we let know that we're looking for the prince here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we just don't want to what be like the prince looking for the prince. Everyone, the prince is here. So you guys are not approaching <laughs> the city yet, right? Yeah, we're not. But um, I mean, does it look like there was any sort of like defined guarded entrance, or is it just like? Whatever crumbling walls. Uh, there is certainly no sort of guard or post set up on the outer perimeter of the city. Screw it, let's go in then. Do you want to camp out here or try to survive in there? We, well, we can go in eventually. We can't just stand around by the door. No, sure, but I'm just checking saying, everyone who walks out. Are we going to go? Here's my. Here's if my. If we're going to try to stay this? inside, then we need to go find a place to stay. I don't want to tiptoe around like we did for days. I agree. In I think that we can make the decision to rough someone up at some point. This is another one of those things. I said we got to go in. Just like Orville we're going to answer a lot of our questions the first round we're in here. Do the way. They might be all zombies. Just saying. Oh, Okay, maybe. As you start mm-hmm. to move forward. Never. He's got the sharpest eyes. Rather right zombies. Not for sure he is. Not Brandis. Hugh notices something shiny on the ground. That would definitely pick his attention. On top of the snow. It's actually a strange sight, as uh, pretty much everything that has been laying on the ground here gets covered with snow instantly. But in this case, there is uh, there is a metal pendant of some sort. It sees it in the road, not road, but in the snow up ahead, uh, with a chain attached to it. Uh, he walks over to it and takes a look at it to see if it's... As he gets closer, he sees, just as he gets closer and can see it, you notice a bird flying away in the distance. A bright yellow small bird uh, flying off into the distance and then disappearing into the white of the snow. And you see... Who recalls a yellow bird from somewhere? He does recall a yellow bird from somewhere. There has, there has 
been uh, sightings. Sightings. And as you uh, as he gets closer and everyone gets closer, you immediately recognize the symbol of Bahamut. Uh, Hugh picks it up and looks at it for a second. Is there a body? Hands it to Aurora. Hmm. Uh, That's gross. Definitely a symbol of Bahamut. (laughs) You can tell. They all taste like strawberry. (laughs) Oh, it's strawberry. (laughs) If it's blueberry, you know it's counterfeit. Blue raspberry? (laughs) Blue raspberry. Sweet. Magic beans. Uh, <laughs> what does Aurora actually do? She, she doesn't know what what's up with it, so she just gest- gestures Ren, like as do your magic. Ran, Ran's kind of concerned about that wait, because because people like paladins of Bahamut don't usually just leave that crap lying around. There is anymore. When Aurora picks up, grabs the symbol, she feels the overwhelming warmth of comfort uh, fill her as she uh, as she holds just this like symbol. Suzelle. What we, all, what we see, she has no coma. <laughs> she, <laughs> sweet, sweet coma. And she feels comforted by this, uh, by this symbol, and she uh, recognizes that this, uh, this holy symbol is a very powerful holy symbol of Bahamut. Examiner asked her, "Where would this come from? Such a powerful symbol? Was it Bahamut?" She, says, she ventures a guess. You have no idea. But he says, does that... No, I have... Does Bahamut work that way? Arathis? The other one. I mean, the strangest thing is that it was on top of the snow, and it's snowing. Yeah, that's why Daemon's we better, very confused. We better look around. Yeah, Bert's actually kind of... Yeah, perhaps there are the archers waiting for me to... Ren kind of wants to <laughs> take advantage of his Good. rituals and do the last sight vision. And see if we can glean what happened... Ooh. To the owner of this symbol. Yes. Damon says that's a great idea. I thought last time we used that on the skull. No, that's a different vision. Or that's uh, a different Actually, actually that is. Do you want to spend that money? Is it, <laughs> is it free? Right, it's cheap. Uh, Don't ever ask that question with rituals. Just cast it. Oh, sorry. Just cast it. It has to be in the presence of a corpse or skull. Oh. Yeah. Just identify. I, I thought I had a different. One. Can we just identify? Oh, come on. You have a lot of rituals. Do you see any ritual. footprints or other clues? I think we should. That's identify. a good question. Does Hugh, since it's on top of the snow, does Hugh see any indication that? No. You guys spend some time. Take twenties. No. You can look around. There's uh, no evidence of anyone being around this area. So, I, I, I at least in the last twenty-four hours, more yes, than that. Yes. Identify what it does, Ren. Aurora like, can tell. Aurora. Uh, never mind. I know. It is a holy symbol, and she is attuned to that divine sort of thing. things. Uh, she takes out a Rolodex. Oh, it's one of these. Oh. Compares the appearance of it, yes. Okay. And the date. So the third or the fourth? Lame. The fourth. It is known as a... Where did uh, Eric go? Today. The fourth. Pardon? Is it ever coming back? Game? No. It's, it's known today. as a symbol of the champion's code. Let me know. Symbol. I know. Yeah, today. I was like, what does it do? It is a symbol of the champion's code plus four. <laughs> what does that, that replaces do? my plus It is a holy two. symbol of Bahamut. It's a plus four enhancement uh, bonus. It criticals uh, one plus 1d6 damage per plus. You typically use your hammer as your holy symbol, although when casting a ranged thing, it's not a weapon power, you can certainly use um, holy symbol on you instead of your hammer. Uh... <laughs> Although your hammer has different effects on a crit. You hear me? <laughs> no. But that's alright. I'll 
Okay. I'll look it up. Your weapon has a different effect. It has a property, which is when a creature takes radiant damage from your divine challenge or divine sanction, it takes extra radiant damage equal to the symbol's enhancement bonus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, just give me that one. When a radiant... So basically... Your divine challenge or divine sanction, the damages go up by plus four. The enhancement bonus. It's just a passive property as long as you're wearing it. As long as you are wearing it as your slotted holy symbol. Sweet. I can place my symbol of courage. Also has a daily power since you choose an enemy marked um, by you until the end of your next turn. That enemy can't make an attack that includes any creature other than you. Can yeah. I? Wow. Even a burst or a blast. What kind of action is that? Uh, it's a minor action daily. Now, it that being a symbol really of Bahamut, powerful. I would expect it to That's be more in the silver slash platinum. It's however you want it to look. Then it's platinum. Pure platinum. So, it. Hmm. She um, considers it. That's really powerful. How much does your mark thing do now? It does, well, it 15. usually does again? 11 damage, so now we'll do 15 damage. Great. Which what is a called? lot. Say again. Was it called? Name for the item? It's uh, called the symbol of the champion's code. So that's a divine challenge or... Do you have that ritual? Happy as can be. We're doing like a last Random, random yeah. freaking things dropping from Here's the sky. Here's a new rule, by the way. Yes. <laughs> new rule. Any ritual that is five levels lower than you, or more, you can cast for free. Sweet. Unless it's a ritual that has a component cost that is much higher than average. For example, Raise Dead is technically a level six ritual, but it, it specifically scales by level, and that's, so that's an exception. Okay, cool. Um, also, any ritual ten levels lower than you, or lower, you have. Nice. Oh my god. So it, it's got... Symbol of Bahana, I think it's just Again, with the, the exception that there are certain weird ones, like the ritual that turns someone into a lich. It's only intended for, like, okay. liches to have. So, so the, the symbol, if you want to imagine it, it's not, a, it's not a medallion like a circle. It's it's almost um, like a miniature shield. Uh, but it's very it's very much much thicker than a shield is, but it's uh, like a like a very shiny shield with this um, engraving of a, of a dragon on it. And the dragon carving itself looks almost like it's filled with like liquid mercury, like it's like it's almost flowing. But if you touch it, it's solid. So uh, Ren does free jewelry. It takes if you want me to do it. It takes an hour for what me to do it. it. It's called, oh, the object reading. It's called the ritual of object reading. So you gotta let me hold on to it and examine it for an hour. I I. Love it's, doing rituals. It's it nice. seems like, and I think we're running um, low on time. So yeah, if someone really wanted to to trap us, they put an item down that made us spend an hour looking at it. So let's go for it. Let's, let's brave them out. We're like at the, way the that gate. This, of, the way that this ritual works, and based on the check that I just rolled for it, yeah, you can basically like, we can choose to see right now five things about it. You can say. It was its owner, and it'll show like an Seriously. image. I want to know those things. How did I it die? Not right now. Maybe now. we could, because we're looking for a guy. Everyone says this is completely out of the blue. Maybe this will help. Maybe this is some sort of. There was a of, reason that it was there. Yes, maybe this is some sort of uh, indication of where we need to go. Okay. Sounds like. I mean, I mean, there, okay. there is. Inter- I wasn't sure if there was interest. Let's powerful holy symbol coming to a powerful paladin of a hammock outside of Neverwinter. Comment. Uh, I'm all yeah. for it. I mean, I'm... Long, uh, stands watch. Fine. She says, all right. And she takes okay. it back off. So... Shines uh, it. Your mark is all standing. So I take I it and I sit I down. I know! And I say, you guys, 
watch my back while I do this. So I sit down and I... Where is it? Careful there, with it! And it looks like I just go into a trance as I'm sitting there staring at it. Who takes part in assisting with the ritual? Does it roar? Me! All Who right. builds a fire? Roll an arcane check. Oh, I'm so bad at that. Oh, natural 20. Nice. You succeed in really, the aid. Because I really, really want to know. It's plus two, right? Or minus one on a failure. It's a 27. You're welcome. Love the new she, well, she tries the hardest she'll ever try to help Ren with a ritual. Ren rolled a 31. It's like, so careful, careful, careful. Easy, 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 easy. <laughs> All right. With a 31, Ren manages to complete the ritual faster than usual. It only takes half an hour. Mm. As he is uh, as he is casting this, he is so this is such low level magic compared to him that it is uh, it is easy, and he finds the magic flowing through him easier than uh, than ever before. And what does he choose to see? Kaylin or Aurora, you are uh, a paladin of Bahamut. What would be beneficial? Um. What are our options? It's things like... I would like to see... There's one thing I would like to see, and that is... Where to come from? Uh, or how to get here. How you to can see images you wish to see related to the object. Okay, how did it get here? That's, how, that's how, a useful thing to know. How did it get here? Yeah. Basically, why is it lying here in the snow and not around some paladin's neck? Or my neck. Like, a period. Yes. Why did it... It is a road. All right. Now. You gotta name all five. Um, so... Gotta do them all right now. So... Who's the owner? How... Who's the owner or who was the owner? Because I might be the new owner. Who was the owner? We can just do who, what, when, where, why. Okay. Yeah. How? Well, we know when it got here, right? Who owned it? When? How long has it been here? Well, no. We don't know when it got here. No, we, we don't. Know. We saw right. it in the snow. Okay. Yeah, so, who owned it? How long has it been here? You also did how did it get there? How did it get here? Uh, why is it here? Well, yeah, what, what is its purpose? Why was it brought Ooh, here? Why, or why was it left here? Is that that maybe two? That's four. Why might be too strong? All right, that's four. And this is like there's a there's kind of a what is the whole like glowing thing happening as you're speaking the questions into this? What is the goal maybe of it? You already said what's its purpose. Oh, what's its purpose? I would like to see how much. How about how about how about uh, who killed its owner or what happened? What happened to its owner? Yeah, you can say what happened to its owner. Yeah, what happened to its owner. I like that. Okay. What is its purpose? You see an image of Aurora killing Dan with that. I heard him go. I was like, get rid of that there. Huh? I don't know the owner's dead. That's why I said what happened to the owner. Okay. Not what kills him. Okay. He probably doesn't own it anymore. Releasing those questions into the sphery, misty magic. You then see five images come up. Images. It's, that's all this does is show an image oh, cool. for each question. You are you're choosing to see an image related to the object. So uh, we can phrase all of those questions in a way that it would come up with an image. You cool. see, first, you see the symbol. You see an image of a symbol falling from the sky, and landing on the snow. Like okay. from the sky. Okay. He says maybe it was the bird. The second it was a bird. Hold on, let's, let's get the images. Let's get the images. We're in the middle of a ritual. The second image that you see is nothing. As you had asked it, who was the owner? And you see, uh, and the image just comes up as a uh, as mist, a blur. It doesn't know. You ask it when, and you again see it falling 
from the sky, but this time you see yourselves, an image of yourselves coming over the last crest that you just walked over. Just got here. You asked it what its purpose was, and for that, you simply see uh, the uh, the material becomes mirror-like as Aurora sees herself. It's yours. Am I even more awesome in the mirror? Who made this? And what happened to the owner? Again, you just see a blank blur. Huh. Was this only for the people that were uh, in the ritual, or was it just, like, for saying a little TV that everyone can see? Ren? Well, Good. regardless, I... Everyone can see it. Well, of course it's for me. You need to find so, out who made it. Uh, we for me, that, that looks like <coughs> Bahamut freaking dropped it from the heavens for Aurora to pick up right now. That's, that's what it looks like to me. Well, if it was, yeah, that's exactly Curtis what it looks had like. suspected this, but... Um, now he knows. Yeah, sure. Do we... Who made it? <laughs> it doesn't seem to be like an owl got killed her. out here <laughs> and got left behind. <laughs> What Do you worship Bahamut now or something? Damon says Don't there fun. is clearly more to know, but it doesn't seem like it's related to the task at hand. So he turns around and says, "Now I would agree. You need to press forward." Right. Or says, "That's mine." Brandon <laughs> says, "I Rain think Bahamut wants you to kick ass in Neverwinter." Rain kind of wishes he had asked I will something, take up saying that like, "Heartily, I want to see an image related to this image of something that Bahamut will drop down from the sky for Rain." There's just a fuzzy nothing. There's a fuzzy nothing. <laughs> no, there's like a slipper. All right, so what are you guys doing? <laughs> let's uh, let's, let's move. Let's go to the Neverwinter. Nice. To uh, the front gate is closest to you. Yeah. It's also the only gate that makes sense. Dropping it's a actually rabbit. Got water it's the best thing that ever happened. Let's go I never got random let's presents. W- yeah, let's kick the door down. Let's let's go. You got in. a vision leading you to the temple that went to Mabel. Yeah, yeah, that was okay, a I fun vacation. Thanks, Arathis. I got one random present, but in my defense, I had to sacrifice quite a bit in that deck of many things. Yeah, so, totally, because Orin couldn't stop Orin. makes his own presents. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. He was present. So, look where. All right, Nothing. so you guys are marching into town. Yeah, let's yeah. look badass. Everyone, look badass. Grosh. Badass roll. Growl or something. Oh, Grosh is just, he is marching up in front. So unless someone purposely passes him, yeah, Rain he is just kind of marching in. with purpose. Rain kind of walks in and cracks his neck and kind of puts his shoulders back as you can see the flame, she like tucks the away veins of flame that are kind of beginning to appear on his skin. And oh, man. as you walk, well, he's trying to look pretty intimidating. So the fire, <laughs> the fire uh, lights in his that. eyes, and you notice that it is a lot warmer when you're standing in his presence. Quite pleasant, actually. As they begin to walk through the, it's like the town. Peeing while you're swimming. That's what Ren is. As you come up, you see that there are people moving around. Most people are in groups of two or three. There are some people walking around alone. They mostly don't really look at you. They might glance, but people are, seem to be keeping to themselves. Yeah. Because we're so badass. Before Damon comes into town, fuck. he uh, gives Kayla a little scratch and sends her away to hunt and watch their backs. Alright. And, uh,. Yeah, coming. So people, people are avoiding our gazes. Should I roll another another check? I mean, I think going to the center of town since we're looking for someone, we're kind of looking for random. Going to the center of town here, one. 
and just seeing what the seeing what it looks like might be a good place to start. Sure. Okay. So let's go to the city core. To the core. Go ahead. Just coming straight through the gate and going What's here. What's the scale on this, by the way? Yeah, I was just going to ask. Scale. It's not to scale. Like, so is I mean, this a fountain or like a table? That's a fountain, fountain. Uh, an old it's fountain it's in fountain front table. of uh, Castle Never. Okay. So is this, I mean, is it still like, like said, one square is five feet kind of thing? <laughs> no, there's no squares here. No, no, no. It's, it's much, say, much yeah. larger than that. Yeah, this is like well, I know, a map I of know how This was a castle. It was not a 15-foot long castle. Okay. It was a castle. So, um, and the prison back there is gigantic. You yeah. can see it from where you are as the room. Imagine, like, maybe, like, you're, like... You walk into the center of town, and you realize the center of town is definitely not the center of business, as pretty much everything around here is just in ruins. There's some tents set up where people are... Uh, Unsavory-looking people? People are sleeping, but, I mean, it is snowing here. It looks like a lot of the snow, there's enough movement around that a lot of the snow is kind of melted and, and, and less in the inside the town here, but... You know, it's it's unpleasant. You do see there is a tavern, uh, as there is light pouring out of uh, out of the room here, and hmm. a tavern. And you hear a lot of uh, a lot of noise coming from inside, and then suddenly you see a man fly out the door and just Look. land <coughs> in the snow, and you just see blood seeping on to oh, the geez. snow, like and magically, not, and he does not move. Stabby wounds or what? what wow, are? rough place. That stabs it right away. It's not going in. The bar. It's not going there. Because they're dead. And then, uh, and then you see a large man look out and he says, "Thieves not welcome." And he just takes the door and he shuts it, slams it shut. Damn, going to go over to the body immediately and inspect it for signs that it would indicate he's a member of a thieves guild. Uh, this thieves guild concept, aren't you? This guy has been to plenty of places like this before. Oh. He knows there's a network, and you have to know who they are. This guy looks uh, like he would not have been allowed into a thieves guild for o- only someone so foolish would have tried. Clearly, whatever he just tried in uh, in a tavern off? like this, this looked like look like a guy that was uh, small time and not a member of a guild. A minute. Turns he over the body. Stuff on. And. Uh, Leave him where he is. Right, kind of wants to go. He might be a wannabe. He might know how to contact. He's dead. Oh yeah, he's dead. He has a big, huge gash through his heart. Ren wants to go in and talk to the to the guy that just threw him out. He's not welcome. Is not a bad place. As you guys are talking, a couple people just kind of push their way past you and uh, and go in through the door. And again, you see the light and the noise pour out into the street as then they shut the door behind them. And you, even as it opened up, you see some. You saw some people fist fighting inside. So fist fighting's fine, but stealing isn't. Um, Ren wants to talk to the guy in charge of that place yeah. because bartenders you, and stuff like that often know. You naturally assume that he was on. thieving from the uh, from the establishment, probably not from uh, a patron. A, po- a possible way to approach, kind of asking about what we're looking for. Um, Apparently, never, never winter, as Damon informs people, has, is renowned as a place where people can go to avoid being found. So, as such, if we can just find, just be like, hey, if I was looking to, to disappear, who would I talk to? Maybe we can kind of tap into that network. The people, the people who help follow people, his trail. The people who help people get lost in Neverwinter, and so maybe asking more general questions can direct the people place, that just a place might, to stay. That might have, yeah, a place to stay, or people who might have been okay. helping the prince. What's right. the prince's name? 
Also, from the hey. king of Drasna. And you, you know what he looks like. You even have wanted posters. I mean, from Orgotar. Yeah. Hey, I figured you might have just grabbed one. It's a convenient way to. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant they were here. No. Oh no 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 no! You just you have like uh, you have you, you literally doing? even have parchment with his picture on it, oh, as well as we'll just cut it out of the whole wanted with us thing. Make a mask of it. Have you seen me? <laughs> yeah, you may not want to appear as bounty hunters. Yeah. Ooh yeah. Oh, snap, snap, snap. Ah, it's just my favorite portrait of him. <laughs> you can just it. walk in and say, "Hey, we're looking for a friend." So. Yeah, uh, let, why don't you guys go in? Uh, Darren's gonna stay outside, and he's gonna climb up onto the roof, and he's gonna make sure that like no shit goes down to like no ambushes or something. People tracking us down to this place while you guys interact. Good idea. Ren, Ren, Ren wants to go inside. Do all the okay, Ren's gonna go in. Yeah, and Aurora will follow you. Keep, keep it locked down. Skulk. Yeah, Ren just gives you the uh, speaking stone. Okay. Yeah. So you're outside. Ah, give me a call. And I'll have the other one. You need me. Inside. So who's coming in with me? Me. Me. Q will go along in. Okay. You guard the exit. So Ren goes through the door. I know you like to guard the And exit. immediately okay. sees kind of the ruckus that's going on inside. Absolutely. And uh, looks around. Approximately how many people do you think are in this place? Busy? Oh, man. It is, uh, it's I mean, packed wall to wall. This appears to be where uh, if there is any sort of Relaxation to be had in Neverwinter. This might be where it is, or certainly recreation. Looking around, gambling. Oh, there is gambling at almost every table. Uh, from from uh, the doorway where I'm standing. Well, Ren goes in and kind of like moves to the side, so he's not blocking the door. But upon looking around, is it easy to tell who the owner is? Is there someone kind of standing there, looking over the crowd? A does, it look, does it look like it's maybe like the bartender open or owns the place? Is it easy to tell kind of who's in charge of this establishment? You actually uh, can see that behind uh, behind the bar is a guy standing there who looks like he's in charge. He's looking around, passing out drinks when people come up to him. There appears to be no service to the tables, and on either side of the bar are two large men who are standing clearly just blocking any sort of entrance can back there. Have, like, Grosh is going to stay with me outside. So, Ren makes his way. <laughs> That's a good idea. doing that. Just a little thing. Ren slings over to Hugh and says, uh, We are not this plus by Evandra, but do you see the prince in here? Uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> if it's the center for Earth, entertainment guess, in this place, I guess this isn't that's that a good big idea. Enough. I mean, this is his bar. I mean, Ooh, uh, prince, yeah. Yeah. let's see. I need to find out. Yeah, we just leave and he was... 40? Yeah, they're over there. He's the main guy Oh, here. you mean the prince, yeah. 40 is the prince in the bar. Do we actually know what the prince's <laughs> name is? He rolled a 40 if the we prince is in the, the bar. We know the prince's name and what he looks like. <laughs> it's Flor- Flornian? Huh? What's the prince's You rolled a, a, a what? For knowing 40. Oh. For knowing... Uh, uh, if the prince yeah. was in the bar. She said, is the prince in the bar? He looked around. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, he would... Yeah, he can take a, a quick kind of glance <laughs> over and quickly sees uh, everyone's faces and no. No. Anyways, I just and you, so he's gone up to the So door. Ren makes his way up to the bar. Now Ren is a short guy, so he has to. He can't just lean up against the bar. He actually has to get up on a stool. When he gets up on a stool, there is a man in a black cloak next to him, and he just he leans over to Ren, and he whispers to him. 
And he says, You've seen it. Ren uh, kind of looks at the guy and says, uh, Excuse me? He says, The book. I know you've seen it. Uh, Jesus at Christ. That point. Uh, we don't hear this. Ren. You're close enough. Ren, see Ren talking to a stranger. Ren, Ren, Ren. Ren. At that point, she Ren's eyes go Ren. kind of big and he starts to almost shake a little bit with adrenaline and he looks back at the man and very casually under his breath to not go and and, and broadcast. arouse suspicion or broadcast it to the rest of the world. He, he says, how do you know about the book? He says, everyone who has laid eyes on the book, they are marked. Oh, God. He said, Ren says... We don't care about that. Ren says... Did Aurora actually say that? No. Because if she did, Ren gives, Ren gives Aurora the most, like, shooting dagger look out of her, his eyes that he can possibly You got do. the stink eye. And I'm, he looks I'm back... Calling. The sulfur eye. And he, he looks back uh, to the man and says, uh, perhaps we may go, ch- perhaps we can go chat in the corner where we are less uh, prone to be overheard. He looks and he says, okay. So Ren makes Aurora his way over. Aurora rolls an insight check on this guy. <laughs> what the evil. fuck is his problem? Um, inside check, Uh, this looks like a man that you wouldn't, uh, talk in a corner with? Yeah. Well, I mean, in the, in the crowded tavern, Aurora senses that he's not gonna, um, explode the place, but that she wouldn't, uh... Not savory. Not not a savory fellow. How much less savory than the average person? Wouldn't trust him to walk her mother home. So as Ren uh, Ren makes his way over to the kind of darkened corner, uh, he... He looks at his fellow companions and says, uh, this man and I have business. Keep an eye, keep an eye out. Uh, I'll be back in a minute. Don't and do anything walks over. reckless. When they get to the corner, Ren says, what are you going to... He says, how long ago did you see it? Ren says, first things first, what mark do I bear that shows that I have looked upon the book? He says... My uh, left eye is a little larger. Right. He says, <laughs> I can <laughs> see it on people. It is very rare. Not many have laid eyes on it. Ren says... That's a non-answer. Ren says, have you laid eyes on this book? He says, I have. Ren says, uh, how did you get your hands on it? He says, I have been around to the places where these sorts of things come up. He says, I also know that you are in it. But you knew that, didn't you? Ren, uh... He's cold reading you. <laughs> Ren says... You were very interested when Ren, Ren is, like, almost shaking now because he doesn't know how this guy knows about it. He doesn't know how Ren... He, he asks the man, he says, he says, how do you know that uh, my name was in this? This book is filled with names. There are thousands of names in this. How it's did you know... It's on your face. You're holding the book He right says, now. I have... Developed the ability to see those who are marked. He says, I've spent some time down there. You've spent some time in, in hell? In the nine hells? He says, he says, thereabouts. Oh, jeez. Ren uh, uh, just looks it's at me. It's on the Ema Day. Yeah. 
Ren just looks at him in wonder and uh, and says, "What's it like? How <laughs> how did you how uh, he's spe- how did you manage to what were you doing down there? By he the says, way, what's your name?" He says, "I am an explorer of sorts. I have been through various locations in the abyss and returned. Not many have done that." Ren says, "You're telling me it's possible to." Venture to the abyss and return? Possible. But not impossible. Wait. He says, certainly not impossible. And he points to himself. Is Aurora getting trying to get close? Is she trying to overhear? Yes. Okay, then. Did we all go? She sure as hell is not. No, Ren totally went off on his own. He's having his own conversation. Unless, unless Ren is like trying to keep an eye on her to make sure that she stays out of earshot. I mean, you can't be completely not overheard here. It's crowded. Uh, unless Ren is stopping you, then yeah, you can get close enough to hear. Ren, oh, you Ren just told you guys to kind of watch out and key and watch his back. So yeah. she's kind of definitely up watching his back. Yeah, and but I mean, like, are you saying anything? Or are you just listening? She's just listening. Okay, that's the Ren. Uh, <laughs> but she's like frowning. Ren's mind is reeling now because all he's the thought about right here just getting intense. All he's thought about is just the fact that. When his uh, number comes up, he's going to be going there, and there's not really any coming back, and there's not... And he, he's kind of accepted it, but still, I mean, like, we all know we're going to die, but when it's thrown upon you, it's like, oh, fuck! So... He has a chance to He's prepare. like, whoa, I can potentially get out of this mess? So he uh, he's just kind of... he's And he, he asks, he says, tell me... I've only read of uh, what it's like down there. Tell me, what, what is it like? He says, it is a place of chaos. He says, but there is an organization there, and those, those smart enough can take that to their own advantage. He says, I, for example, have made deals with the appropriate people. He says, it is why I can tell that you have seen it. He says, you should be careful. My evil senses are tingling, guys. Ren says... uh, In a bad way. Ren doesn't even... He's so, like, amazed by this. All his caution has gone out the door. He's not making insight checks. If he's getting duped right now, he's getting duped hardcore. So he says... uh, He says... um, He says... Are you saying that you've made deals with demons? There's a... There's a there's order down there. I was under the impression that the in the abyss it's all, you know, mayhem and every man for himself and just eternal suffering. He says, "Oh, how little you know. You'll learn yourself. Although if you're not careful, your own experience could be quite what you expect." Ren says, "Ren says, do you have time to shed more light on this, or you see him kind of." look out one of the barred windows and he says, alas, no. He says, my time to depart is now. And then he just gets up. Rora just scowls at him. Scowly. Ren says, but, but I have so many questions. And he just starts walking away and he looks Aurora right in the eyes as he passes and then just walks out of the tower. What does it look like? What does his face look like? Completely covered can barely see his face. I mean, you can tell that he's got a nose and eyes, but I mean, he's like the lighting he's so in this obscured. place is great. Yeah, I mean, he does. He's not faceless, but he does he have an evil goatee? No, he 
He's clearly shaking Bren his Bren is down. absolutely yeah. blown away. It's because long. if... You know, follow him <laughs> or just let him go. He must add, so it's going for dastardly. Like, when this guy leaves the yeah. bar, Damwin has... Oh, sorry. It has become fairly apparent to Ren that this guy doesn't really want to talk anymore by kind of how he just turned around and walked away. But Ren is actually going to follow him outside and try to get one last question in uh, before the guy's totally gone. Yeah. When the guy opens the door and walks out of the tavern, you see all of a sudden just a bright sort of flame come up from the ground and then he disappears. Or is he standing at the doorway? You're and <laughs> Ren is just, he's like, holy shit. Like, There's nothing holy about that, that man's shit. It, it's, the guy basically just told Ren that A, Deadpan. there is some kind of organization down there, and B, Your world got rough. you can almost kind yeah, I mean, it, it, like, you can almost kind of like set up I don't know. Like you can make your own. The, the guy owl. answered like three questions, and, and that was like more. That was more answers than Ren ever thought he was ever going to get. Ren is now reeling. In, he has like a million more questions. Ren thought no, yes, no, and it's really yes, no, yes. I mean, there's like an order to Maybe. that place and stuff like that. So Ren is his Ask mind is later. just reeling, and he kind of stumbles back into the. Uh, bar and is just like holy crap. Right, just kind of not with both shoulders. He doesn't grab both shoulders, but he grabs kind of one and thirty-two. Oh, guy, you okay? Thirty-two diplomacy check. Aurora, Aurora uh, takes, takes your through your arms, oh, <laughs> directs uh, you back inside. Uh, uh, Ren says to Brandis, uh, "Yeah, I'm fine. I just I just need a minute to uh, clear my head. Just." Let me go. Let me go to the bathroom for just a second. I'll be back. Inside check. It'll give me just. It's going to help. A bit of time to clear my head. Uh, a thirty-three. Are you really going to go to the bathroom? No, I'm not. <gasps> but I need to just be by myself and clear my head for just a minute. Brandon understood that. Don't read into my bluff. She's always gonna. Oh, well, bluff help. check. Let's see how good your new bluff is. Okay. Uh-huh. If you want to, if you really want to conceal it from her, you can. If you get higher than a thirty-three. I only got a third. No dice. She knows what you're up to. But yeah. she also knows that it's only because you need space. And so because of that, because of her wisdom, she will allow the bluff to go uncalled. So Ren she goes, goes into the uh, bathroom and kind of walks into a stall and just kind of hangs out there for just Are a minute. Are the bathrooms totally filthy? And it just stalls? clears his head. Oh, nice. Impressive. And he just clears his head, and uh, because he knows that there's a lot <laughs> riding on what they're doing, his pro I mean, he's going no matter what, so Back he to needs yeah. to uh, center his chi and get back to the task at hand. So he goes in there for a few minutes to kind of calm himself down, because he is riddled with adrenaline sweat right now. Um, and Red the burden in. then returns to his... Task at hand comes back out, and he's kind of shaking it off, and he he is looking as he's looking as Ren as ever. So that's uh, the thing. If Brandis was like, "We're gonna deal with this. We're gonna we're gonna hug it out, but just, just cry it out, man. Just cry it off." But we got stuff to do. Like that. That was why Ren was like, "You all right?" Because 
Who's driving this flying umbrella? You're, at this you came point? in here. They're like, I'm gonna go talk to that cop. So, what? So, yeah. All right. So get your head in the game. So man. Ren says, "Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I'm gonna go get me a drink right now. I'm gonna be over at the bar. Keep an eye out. Or do you guys want to come? I browse it because you haven't had a drink in a while. Yeah. <laughs> she she remembers things he like says, this. He says, "I'm gonna go talk to that barkeep." Just take it easy with the barkeep. I don't need your mind being rocked anymore tonight. Brenna says, we'll be around. So She just kind of basically mingles. Or as a sidler. She's totally sidling. You sidle. Sidle. Kind of like bodyguard-esque. What are you doing? He's just waiting by the door. Okay. Nicely done. So Ren walks back up to the the bar and climbs back up on the stool. And looks around to see if there's any other funny people <laughs> around him. There's another guy who Rosh, who has climbed up onto the roof with Dan. Oh, God, what's he doing on the roof? Just looks to him and says, don't I don't like, like waiting. Damon says, uh... He says... Ooh, we should send him in as, like, a secret. It's not the best, but sometimes it's better than listening to all the, all the jibber-jabber inside. He says, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. He says, uh... You sound like a complaint. He kind of, like... He kind of slumps a little bit, kind of like... Grosh came and like spoke what the course they were both thinking. He's like, "Just keep your eyes out." He says, uh, "With the, with uh, with this crowd, as we come to realize, something's always brewing. Not much. We need to stay on our game." He says, "You see any of those people you're looking for yet?" Damon, uh, Damon says, "No, I've been checking yes. every." Oh, <laughs> I get wrong checks. Um, Yes. So over this time, Damon, uh, Damon has um, managed to kind of piece together and figure out. The way some people interact with each other, he's starting to recognize. You see, like notes pass, like what he knows about the the thieves guild. Um, He recognizes um, a very large and well known in those circles. Thieves guild definitely has a presence here. Oh, cool. So uh, Damon spells it a little bit out for Grosh. He says, "He says I know, uh, I know you specialize in kicking the door down and uh, leaving the heads on the ground." He says, "But there's some shadowy organizations here that'll." uh, That'll cut your throat as you sleep without giving you the chance to raise your blade. A little more finesse. He says, um, he he says, work for Lurd. He's probably not totally unaware. Uh, he said, he kicks the door down. I mean, just because he works for a guy who's in the shadows doesn't mean his role is at all in the shadows. He's the king of so, children. Yeah. But I mean, he's heard of it, at least. <laughs> well, Dan was just basically putting him on guard that around these parts, this uh, the organizations that he's, that he's seen uh, move that way. And he says, uh, he says that there'll be a time and a place for for battle. I can assure you that. He says, but uh, we need to make sure to watch each other back here. He pats Damon on the back and he says, "I've been around." Damon's uh, Damon gives him a smile and he says, uh, "He says just don't break the roof while you're up here." <laughs> yeah, you uh, when he when he puts his hand back, yeah, you do you hear it creak a little bit as he looks. He says. I'm gonna get down on the ground, and he just leaps off with a big thud in the. I hope these are normal light cover us to the people. Yeah, and so uh, as as he sits watching them, and I mean, he's just it's, it's all spot checks, he, or it's all perception checks. He's just trying to make sure that there's no one, especially CD. I don't know if Damon saw this guy walk out of the bar and turn into flame or not. No, it was uh, uh, basically he, happened like in the door. Gotcha. So basically, he's just keeping his eye on, wanting to make sure that no one from outside. I mean, he knows that the group inside can handle themselves, even if the place was packed full of wrathy. <laughs> Trainees, uh, but uh, yeah, he's one wants to make sure that no one's creeping up on the bar. As he kind of watches, kind of some of this uh, thieves guild activity goes. Is he noticing any like drop spots for kind of like um, people trying to like, pass messages or any kind of like alleys where people are hiding out to like mug people? Like, is he noticing Probably any of the, any of the dangerous spots? He's, 
he's not. Um, and the impression that he's getting, knowing about the sorts of things, that it must mean that there is some sort of major headquarters that they uh, are able to use here. In normal civilized towns, it's more dangerous, and they tend to have to uh, operate outside of that. But he knows that in places like this, it's certainly possible that there's no need for that sort of secrecy, yeah. really, and that there must be a... Um, it's kind of an open, an, an unspoken understanding about who runs the streets. Yeah. The old prison. Uh, so as he as he gains this information, he uh, continues to, to keep watch on uh, the uh, keep watch from the from the uh, what you call it from the roof, and he's gonna roll himself a little stealth check to make sure that down the back he can end. get the drop on people. <laughs> All right. Twenty three. And inside, what are you guys doing? I guess we're trying to suss out information still. Yeah, what's I am so Ren buddying up with the with the guy. Ren walks up to the bar and he he uh, he can't really sidle up to the bar, so he has to get up on the stool. And he uh, when the barkeep comes over to him, he says, uh, "Your cheapest and strongest ale." He says, "I'll take a, I'll take a, a mug of your or a pint of your finest ale." None of the. And you get. I don't grog. want any of the. None of the. None of the cheap you the stuff you sell. The, swill. The, 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 none of the swill you sell. The, the commoners here. None of the Patty's micro brew. And he, as he does so, he slips like a gold to the barkeep. Shit, dude. The guy looks down and he says, "Don't What do you think you are, boy?" Ren says, "Easy." Ren says, "Who are you calling a boy?" Boy. Chump. He says, watch your tongue. This is my place. Ren says... I think we've gotten off to the wrong foot no, here. Ren says, indeed, she, it is your place. And I, have it it one of the, and I have heard it is the <laughs> finest establishment in all of uh, Neverwinter. He says, now I know you're blowing smoke. Um, I rolled a... With that bluff. That was a 37. He says... He says, a fine establishment. I, uh, he says, I believe someone told you that, but, uh, they were, they were surely leading you astray. He says, where do you think you are? I don't know. I'm lost. Please. Now, you're, now I know you're a boy. There's currently <laughs> someone fighting in the corner of this bar. Yeah, just, <laughs> oh, that just ended. One of them just hit the ground. Yeah, two oh. people have died since we got here. It's been, like ten, it's been like ten minutes. As he, the the fight, ground, like, as he hits the ground, Ren turns around and looks at him at the kind of scuffle that was happening and says, Huh. Rough night, huh? Average. He says, Pretty good tonight. Says, Really? Uh, what does a rough night look like for you? He says, You wouldn't be able to sit there because the bar stools would be being used as weapons. Oh, Ren says... Now I'm kind of sorry I wasn't here on one of those nights. It's kind to, of like rocking because one of the legs. He is takes the gold, shorter. and he says, uh, "He says I got all sorts of illegal ales in here. Take Ill- your pick." Illegal ales. Uh, Ren. Or goes, "What's illegal about them?" He says, uh, "Trade tariffs, uh, embargoes, you name it. Uh, you name the reason. I've got an ale for that reason." Yeah. Do you have moon sea ale? Causes death. Not a very popular one. <laughs> that's that's poison, I think. I think you've got it Lord. mixed up. You say poison, I say ale. I like the cut of your jib. Truly, it's I a well-cut I say whiskey, you so. say gasoline. 
So Ren points out one, and uh, the guy gives it to him. Oh, not that one. She points to the one next to it. Done. He puts his hand out, expecting payment from Aurora. Bing. And then he gives her one. Uh, Ren. She paid in small coins, by the way. Like, many of them. Like, like someone paying with quarters. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to appear like she has a lot of money. She wants to appear desperate. <laughs> so, which isn't hard for her. Ren uh, continues to kind of just chit-chat with the guy and banter with him to try to kind of win favor with him and buddy up and rolled a 39 diplomacy. Alright, you guys are starting to uh, to kind of get an understanding of each other and yeah, with your continued talking to him you, uh, you're able to do so. I mean, what is, what is he saying? Oh, he talks about the uh, the he talks about what a pain in the ass it is whenever he goes to bars and inns because people think that he's a child. And Let's learn more about this place. And stuff like that. He wants to know, you know, why this is, you know, Ren talks about how this is his first time to never winter. And, you know. Who do we talk to to disappear? Wants to know, you know, why, no. Or like, have you seen this guy? No, not yet. Um... He is listening to, from the door. Wants to know, like, if, if the barkeep can recommend a place that they could go to stay for the night. Uh, and have you stay low? Lie low in this town. Yeah. And, you know, a place to go that we might uh, lie low and not bring too much name. attention to ourselves. He says, there are a couple different people you could get in with. He says, he says all of them come with ramifications. He says, uh, he says, no. I don't have any places in here. It's all been converted into storage, locked up tight. So don't he steal says, anything. <laughs> uh, but he gives you uh, a couple names of places you could go where you could uh, potentially rent a bed for the night. He says, Jeez. but uh, don't keep any valuables on you. Huh. Where else would I keep them? Ryan says, I thank you for he your says, honesty. If you're looking to disappear, he says, these are the people to talk to. And he, uh, he kind of looks around and he slips you a piece of paper with some information on it. Yeah, you can write. He says, I thank you for your... uh, Candor? For your candor. Uh, He says, you know, since we are... Since we're here, and you have such a popular establishment from the looks of it, and the number of patrons you have, uh, we are here uh, following the tracks of one of our uh, uh, comrades that has come here before us. Uh, he left before we did, and we were to meet here in Neverwinter. His name is... What's the prince's name? Clefin, but don't use his last name. His name is Clefin. Has anyone come through your uh, your bar? He okay. says, you really think anyone uses their real names here? Good point. Oh, we can make us a picture. Well, that's he says, true. for example, what's your name? You can well, name Brandis. My name is Micah, but that's neither here nor there. He says, yeah, see, I don't believe you. <laughs> so, he I'm says, a fucking idiot. He says, well... Uh, yeah, he doesn't ever just said that, more. He says, it's been nice to meet you, Micah. He says, as he takes out the, uh, the picture that we have of the prince, that doesn't look like a wanted picture or anything like that, like we're bounty hunters, but he, pill- he pulls out a picture and says, uh, 
and as he passes it to him on the bar... I'm a very nice artist. He puts another piece of gold on top of it as he passes it to him and says, Maybe you've seen our friend. We are eager to meet up with him. Sam. And rolls a... This would be a bluff. Sam. Yeah. 28. He says... He says, Look, I was starting to like you. But you don't he says, in my time here, I can recognize I can recognize how much someone's worth, roughly by the way they carry themselves. This gold you're putting in front of me is an insult, frankly. Ren says, more, more gold. Ren says, uh... Or just starts picking through her, her quarters. And he just looks to Aurora and says, stop it. Ren, uh, you are literally carrying like 60,000 gold on you. I can hear it. <laughs> Ren says, She just I don't frowns mean, like, you walk with really a limp because it's so heavy. Ren says, I do not mean to insult. Dude, dude. Your kindness here has been, uh, invaluable. Has been invaluable to us. You say, uh, say tell him you could, you could give him more money, but perhaps this, is, this would be a favor best repaid with favors. Ooh. Getting his network. Oh, no. Network. What do you uh, think? Ren says, uh, we don't wish to offend you and uh, with our... Uh, cheapness. With our... <laughs> our stinginess. Uh, but we... Uh, we are just... Uh, we have traveled far to uh, find this man. And we are don't desperate to find him. God damn. He just looks at Ren and continues and to Aurora tap the And Aurora just looks furious because he just basically you just told him we're desperate, which means he's going to ratchet up that cost. 11. He just taps the gold piece. Ren takes out. Just as diplomacy. Is Aurora assisting? Is she yeah, helping she's, out? She's, well, now she's like. Ren, listen. Okay, so first let him uh, do his immediate response, and then we'll go with you. This is so much fun. So Ren takes oh my out. God. Ren takes out, let's say, ten more gold pieces, slides them forward, and as he does so, his hands glow a little bit, and the gold is noticeably hot when the guy, when the barkeeper takes it from him, and the ice and the drinks and stuff starts to melt around Ren. And Aurora, too, in in her, uh, in her, like, assistance of that... She does, uh, she gets a, a 38. I think he's rolling an intimidate 36. check. Yeah. 40. And you're intimidating No, she's rolling a diplomacy check alongside it, like at the same time. And what's she doing? She's saying, trust me, you really don't want to piss this guy off. Do, do yourself a favor and take the gold. With a 36. He slips the gold just off the edge and apparently goes into some sort of catch that he has there. A money troll. And he says, I've seen the man. Ren says... How long ago? Ren says, uh, when did he pass through here? He says, it was quite some time ago. God. He says... Do not keep track of days here? Come on. He says, he's been around since then quite a bit. Started to become a regular in here. I haven't seen him in the past week. Uh, a week ago. He could uh, be anywhere. Probably dead. Is he... So he's been sticking around? Ren he wasn't says, passing through? Ren says, do you know where he's staying? He says, that's all I know. And all I'm willing to help you. Please? He says, like I said, he hasn't been in here in a week, which means your business here is over. 
Ren. Inside check. Got to get taken in the back. Ren says, "Well, is he lying?" Aurora, um, uh, or is he holding back information? I guess Aurora doesn't really sense any deception. He seems to have told you what he knows. He seems to be pretty rattled from uh, from the intimidate, and now he's just honestly telling you, "Get out of my bar! I don't know anything else." Aurora says that to Ren. <laughs> Ren, this, uh, that it's all he knows. That's Ren, who else would know? Maybe. Uh, drinks his drink quickly. He just kind of throws it back because he hasn't really drank any until now. He didn't want to dull his senses, though it didn't really help. And uh, he thanks the man, honestly, isn't a prick, and says, I thank you very much for your kindness that you've shown us. For your assistance in our And uh, says, perhaps we will meet again someday on better terms. And turns around and walks out. All right. And leaves an extra 10 gold on the counter as a tip. Aurora. I swear it was just you guys that were saying, we need to blow 7,000 gold on resist. <laughs> Damon doesn't know what the hell I just happening. dropped like 20 gold. Outside. It's like... I, no, I thought... I thought I thought we were going to spend... Doctor, she's making faces. I thought we were going to spend more. You two need to work on your negotiation style. As you guys we, are the ones who have problems with each other. As we all... I'm cool with it all. Consider it... Aurora is not concerned about you spending money. It is the flashing around the money that she's concerned about. Squabble, uh, squabble. The fact that uh, now everyone in the tavern probably has seen you blow like 20 gold on nothing. That That is a message in and of itself which will make us targets. We were discreet. They're all fighting and stuff like that. If you say Aurora so, can... No one dances that well together. Uh, Aurora has... Pretty good insight. And when she looks around the tavern, she can tell that this is a place where uh, where the average amount of money that people carry is a lot higher than uh, than normal. Commoners don't come here. The people that come here are the people with the means to be able to get to a city such as this. That's a good point. <laughs> so basically, the underground. Ten gold. I mean, ten gold is still it's a decent chunk of change. But she's seeing uh, she's seeing others kind of throwing gold at the uh, at the at the counter. Great. So forget all that stuff I just said. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, she, she, this is. She notices this as she's talking about the money and, and is becoming, is kind of thinking about it, and becoming aware of it. He's so, standing by the door. Is kind of like, finally, why didn't say that at the beginning? Brennan had a great. That's time. the question. Brennan had a great time this place. That's so huge. That fight that happened. Brennan was one of those guys that was around the circle, watching it happen. You know, like people fighting. That's when he's like pushed into the crowd, and there's one dick who doesn't just help him up, but pushes him back in the fight. That was Brandon's. Come back there and get him! You got him! You got him! Are you guys all leaving the tavern? No, uh, Ren really, really just walked don't out. We not much of a lead, though. All we know is that he's been here for... We know he's in town. That's more than we knew for sure. Mm, I guess. We've only been one place. And you also have been We've given locations of where you go to, uh, oh, to disappear. Say, you yeah. didn't say that specifically. Well, where, he, where is he, he handed you... He gave me a note. He gave you a note. Yes. He gave you what, lots of information. On, what's on the note? Names. That was pretty uh, good info to get from the first place we walked into. On the note is is names of how to contact someone. It's a place and a time. Jeez. All right. What's the place? Uh, one of the alleys. The bar. Five minutes ago. <laughs> we were talking. Gotta wait till tomorrow. And what time? Uh, it's a particular time. Whatever time you want it to be. Whoa. Midnight. Midnight. Awesome. Forever. 
for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Always. Forever and always. <laughs> yes. It's uh, always. It's called a store. It's always there. So, what alley is it? Maybe in No Man's Land? Seems like a yeah. good place for alleys. The alleys yeah. in No Man's Land leading up to, what is that? The Black Lake Nice neighborhood you picked. Yeah. Right. No, the above. That's nice and safe. Yep, there. There's yeah. no Black safe place here. Are you kidding me? The prison looks pretty safe. It's not ruins. From the metagaming standpoint, point, I, I need suppose. to just say that when Ren is negotiating, he's not really sure how much money, how far gold goes, because it was very recently that we were in Skyclave, and a gold could have bought us, like, ten Stig hookers if we wanted to. Uh, so, uh, I, I cite uh, exhibit, exhibit A. Does anyone remember the total money we spent on the half-useful information from the Gypsy Queen? <laughs> no, we can spend 5,000 gold on one bartender, and I consider it pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, what Brand, the point Brandis is making pretty eloquently is that when we go a place, we need to find out what, what the money situation is. But what is are you guys actually doing right spend. now? Damn, I'm still waiting. These guys are in the bar. Ren has left. What is everyone else doing? Uh, he leaves. So everyone has left. Yeah, everyone has left the bar. Damn Damn and sees him come out. He sees him come out. We were here how long? An hour? Maybe. How long you want? Yeah. I don't think it was that long. So do we want to go? I mean, midnight is in a couple hours, let's just say. And uh, as we whatever, as I guess that would be the the most recent, or I guess the 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 most pending of the locations, right? Yeah. Let's go a little early. Maybe scope the area out. Not necessarily set up an ambush, but kind of do counter ambush stuff where we make sure there are no, you know, unknowns. Okay. Yeah. Damon informs or, or updates people about the kind of guild status. It appears that the, oh, order, yes. the order in this place is being maintained by, you know, fairly, you know, whatever, fairly kind of like uh, visible and on the surface uh, kind of guild activities. People aren't trying to like hide it. So. Uh, if uh, if someone of kind of maybe shady repute asks asks you for something and they seem kind of really straightforward about it, he advises people don't reject them offhand because they might be representing a really powerful organization if they ask for something kind of boldly to you. So make sure to get, to get people's kind of like authority before you turn them down um, to avoid you know pissing Making off the wrong enemy. people. Yeah, um, but yeah, but he says yeah. Then let's go stick out this place. Steakhouse, steakhouse. Steak, steak, steak. Alright. So you guys are heading to the uh, the location given to you? Yeah, we're heading up to the uh, the no man's land. Brandon turns to here and says, I'm a master of stealth. I mean, we, maybe I'll let the spotlight go to you and you pick a spot that's uh, kind of an overlooking okay. spot. As the time approaches, we're filled with anticipation. I'm filled with anticipation. You're filled with anticipation. And so you guys are just, what, kind of standing all around in this alley? Or? Imagine some people will... Damn is going to go with his beggar routine, which works so well in Orviltar. Grab some... Grab some... Uh, some uh, old canvas, if it's even available. Probably whatever you can find, material that's not being used. Is kind of is probably of like the the readiest and like the most porous, but something just to kind of like cover up his his uh his his cloak and his normal kind of uh, gear and kind of sets up a, a a kind of a little beggar station 
that is seen so commonly, um, you know, in, in the different alleys. All right. He climbs up one of the walls of the alleys to get on the rooftop with Jason and makes a lookout point. And then it could just be basically you two guys with me and Grosha's uh, the muscle. I mean, <sighs> people seem to have muscle muscle around. Just yeah. I gotta go get some groceries. Go take my muscle. Let's go. Muscle. So I'm going to be one of those guys. You carry the heavy things. <laughs> Sword. Where is not a particularly strong person. When midnight approaches, on the dot, you see a figure walking through the alley. Ooh, do the legendary bells of... Who's sta- is someone standing in there visibly? It looks like these two guys are... I think those four are, actually. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, yes. He just walks up, and then he looks, and he says, Greetings. Hello. Say hi. Brent says... Brent says, we were told... It was quiet. Right, it says, we were told that you are uh, the man to talk to if you want to go unnoticed. He says, yes, state your business. He says, we are here, we are here looking for uh, a man and shows a picture. You think, he doesn't even look and he says, you think I would help people disappear and then tell other people where they are? Uh, Ren says, we're not necessarily looking for that, but we would like to, as we search out and seek out this person, send him a message. We would like to not be seen as well, and perhaps you could pass this person a message for us. He says, passing a message more possible. More possible than us going unseen as well and being. He says, You have already told me that you are looking for somebody, and I do not deal in finding people, I deal in losing people. Ren says, huh, okay. Well, uh, in that case... And then... Just a message, then? Message? Ren message says, in that case, uh, we have a message. Roll a diplomacy check to try to deal with this guy. Ooh, assist. That's what you're trying to do, I assume. Yeah, remember I'll be 20. Yeah, she, she assists. 34. Did you add He lightens up a little bit when you seem not to get kind of angry at him and... Um, and you, Brent is doing what? I was gonna intimidate A, but being muscle, but I kind of necessary. Um, and uh, you see, then he glances at the paper and he says, "Oh, him." He says, "There is someone that wishes to speak with you." And then he just uh, he says, "Wait here." This one was. I'm sorry, I'm the muscle. Do uh, insight. Yeah. Make your armor. Uh, That's awesome. Okay. Um, as a twenty-eight. Find this guy pretty hard to read. I find him hard to read. And he walks away and he says, stay here. I will bring him. As soon as he turns away and I don't have to keep being scared of being muscle guy, he goes, oh wait, we mentioned this guy and all of a sudden someone wants to talk to us? 34 perception was the guy alone. Uh, he seemed to be alone. Okay. He didn't approach with anyone else. Or into the the speaker stones says, keep an eye out. I don't trust this guy. The guy disappears into the darkness. They're on the help coy. Oh yeah, definitely. I thought Brandon said the other one. Or no, Dame. Oh, yeah. How long do you guys wait? How long is he gone? He's gone for a while. I mean, he's going to get someone. Then we wait as long as it takes. Uh, yeah, like hmm. an hour, two I days. guess. Two days. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah damn we it. Wait as yeah. Long as I mean, it's at like what realistic? At what wait. period of time would you end up uh, abandoning? Going would you end up abandoning our? I would say, nah. I'm gonna wait all night. Yeah. After after Two an hours. hour, yeah. Hours. After an hour, damn. Okay. Scoping getting out how big I just wanted to get a feel for it. After about half an hour, okay. Someone comes up and approaches you. Approaches you. Kind of. Approaches you guys in there. This person. Uh, this person is quite unusual for this person is an exceptionally attractive female human. <coughs> I mean, I'm gonna roll a perception check. Just right. That'd be a great way for the prince to disappear. Insight check. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm blinded by our beauty. Operation. <laughs> 21. <laughs> blinded by our beauty. 33 insight check. Aurora can already tell. On Miss Pretty Face. Aurora can already tell that. Uh, that this is a false appearance. Oh boy. She is good at reading people, and she can tell as uh, this ain't no pretty human. as this person approaches. Sorry. And she watches up. I mean, and her beauty is the first thing you see. I mean, it's just stunning. It's the kind of thing that turns Radiant, heads. Radiant. There's even? no one else around. Though. Worst disguise ever. Beautiful people in a neighborhood like this get raped. And she says, "I'm just going to like say, maybe it. She's she's been right. Right. perhaps she looks bad like bad neighborhood." Anyway, yeah, I don't think. She does furtive. She says, "You, I know who you seek." Ren says, "Have you? Uh, are you here to lend us aid?" She says, "Quid pro quo." I don't she know says, "I don't speak <laughs> your language, lady." Elvin. Ancient Elvin. Elvin. Ancient Elvin. <laughs> She's a psycho lady. She rolls her eyes, which even as she does so is just such like an attractive it's thing. I mean, just drawn done. to her. And uh, and she says, Do it again. she says, Do I will it. give him to you. Whoa. Ren says, yes, please. Ren says, who are you? She says, that is not important. What is important is that you do a favor for me. Well, I don't generally do favors for strangers. Especially beautiful strangers. Uh, we have been we've been around the world too much to, to just trust uh, to trust the intentions of strangers. She like must, Jessica she says, pretty You'll have she to like... trust me. She says, I have him and that? you want him. Did she really and if do... you don't do what I say, you will never have him. Uh, Ren says, define have. She says, that is not a question I have to answer. What, what do you want? Ren says, what is the favor you want? Torture her until she takes us to him. She says, first, I wish, first I wish to see everyone you are You're with. Good aligned. I know you were with other people this morning. Where are they? Ren says, Ren says, do you have others with you? She says, I have people everywhere. Who are you? Roll an insight check. Inside. 34. Oh. Does she have people everywhere? everywhere? Perception? I got a. Somebody roll a perception check and see if there's other people around. That's what I just did. Uh, 34 on. perception. 40. No, wait. What's 19? Is she alone? 38. 19 19. Okay, I you, Now that you start looking uh, around specifically, you can see. You always see figures kind of moving around in this city. It is very. Um, I mean, it's not unusual. There may be more than usual. It might just be because she said so, and now you're kind of noticing it more than you were a second ago. Very hard to tell. Mm, Ren says, "I got a 38 insight." 
Uh, this, uh, this bitch be trifling. <laughs> she, this is, um, you get the feeling that she is telling the truth, but also very untrustworthy. Ren says, I don't like this lady. Ren says, Anyone if, you have, me. if you have eyes in so many places, you should already know uh, Where they are. who travels with me. Besides, uh, if it is a favor you seek, it shouldn't matter uh, who accompanies me on uh, our task. When you say you have him... He says, oh, but it matters to me. Ren says, he says, it is part of the favor. He says, come on, come on out. And he just says it loudly. It's not like me. Is she bluffing like she's pretending to know? You get the feeling that she knows that there are more people that you guys have at least been with today. Uh, Uh, She says, well then, I thought we could do business. Fine. I will wait for the next group. Hold on. Guys. (laughs) Speakers down. Um. Okay, get get out of here. Come on out, show yourselves, but keep your distance. How high is the roof? What? How high is the roof I'm standing on? How high is it? Make, yourselves, you it make yourselves known, but keep your distance. Yeah, that's a good... I mean, don't like all down. walk up and stand right what? next to each other. He hops down. Like Batman? It's everyone's charisma. <laughs> Nine. What? Nine! Yes! Fourteen. Twenty-two. I didn't know you had fourteen. That's your primary stat, right? Was it before? Wait, what is it? 22? Always. 22. Oh, 21. Beautiful people. (laughs) Darren doesn't move, but like a telling gust of wind just comes from his direction and blows her hair and her her dress in a certain direction that just communicates from where where he comes. Flashes a glance up towards where Damon is, and she says, show yourself. He says, ask nicely. She says, I am asking nicely. And he says, oh, you can do better than that. She oh, says, my God. Damn it. Oh, my God. She says, I like that one. Why are the only two humans the Uggos? Damon, <laughs> Damon steps to the edge. Damon steps to the edge of the ledge where he, where, he's ha- where he was hiding and just stands on the ledge. And uh, Grosh is down here, too, right? Yeah, Grosh is another muscle. Grosh is another muscle. He's standing there. What's his charisma? She says, I would like to invite you all to my party. Party? (sighs) Ren says, party? Party? She says, you, you, and you. Uh, She says, wear your finest clothing. She says, this is a formal party. Mm. She says, it will be tomorrow night. You are the three... And she uh, she just reaches into uh, almost just nothingness in her dress and then pulls out, and you see that they are collars attached to leashes as she tosses them out to uh, Aurora and Ren, and she says, bring your pets. She says, if you do not follow these directions, you will never see him again. And she starts walking Before away. Before she the leaves, Where the says, fuck is this lady? says, uh, a token milady of the prince's uh, existence. She says, uh, uh, what's his last name? Blue Mantle. She says, she says, Clethen Blue Mantle is with me. He has been for the last week. Uh, Great week. She says, I find him a good bargaining stone, the, or bargaining piece. 
those that came recently, they failed. He says, to follow my directions. Ren asks, what kind of a party is this? She says, it's my birthday party, of (coughs) course. Birthday party? Happy birthday! Says the DM with a big fat smirk on his face. Um, Damon says, who were the people who came before you? Before us. She says, those that could not follow directions. 21 nature check. She actually human. 21? Mm-hmm. She looks human to you. Okay. No! <laughs> oh, my hey, I'll go on the nature check. That's a good call. 20, 20. Yeah, 21. Brands has got a... 34 arcana. To see if it's some kind of a magical uh, bluff she's pulling mm-hmm. Ren definitely senses some uh, some powerful magic coming from her. Twenty-seven, Oh, can't tell what she is, but Aurora knows that this is a false form that she is showing. No one's that real. Doppelganger. Maybe later. Poor dragon. Okay, Poor Ren dragon. says, "Well then." Oh, what would a dragon be doing here? Until tomorrow. Dragons, Dragons are wacky. She says. Do we know how to find her. She says, "Come on time, right after sundown." Where? Did you say where to go? She says, Castle Never, of course. Only the best for my birthday. Castle Never is in Rome. What's your name again? And she just starts walking away. I need to write it on your birthday present! (laughs) She says, Castle Never at sundown. Present, it ruins. God damn. God. (laughs) And as she walks away, you can see as she's walking into the blackness, you see as she kind of shakes her arms, uh, you see some large purple wings come out from behind her as she takes off into the air. Okay. Awesome. Interesting. And we'll continue next week. Yeah, we will. Hot. With a wacky party and people wearing... Oh, man.